Hey everyone, this is Chris with Roleplaying Degenerates, and you guys are listening to episode one of Rebellion and Forge, a D&D 5e homebrew campaign. Uh, just a quick disclaimer, uh, during this session, the DM was sick, so energy level was pretty low. Uh, also, our audio quality will get better over time, so please bear with us as we continue to improve our podcast quality. Thanks for listening. So this is session one, skipping session zero, kind of, of Rebellion and Rivenforge, a homebrew campaign and a homebrew world. Uh, but you guys are all kind of scattered to the one at the moment. Uh, Delcy currently resides yeah. in the Wolf Spire, <laughs> which is the capital of Rivenforge. Uh, however, Rain, Wilson, Shora, and Kyle, you are all find yourselves on a ship crossing, uh, crossing the sea, leaving Hammerdon, uh, intending to head back to the Sword Coast. Uh, Kyle, you have traveled to Hammerdon to study, expand on your knowledge, <clears throat> and try to work your way out of, from under your, your family's shadow, making a name for yourself. Uh, Rain and Wilson, and I will always say your names in that order for that reason. Uh, you guys are traveling from Hammerdon, intending for the Sword Coast, uh, bent on making names for yourselves, proving yourselves, redeeming yourselves. Shora is wandering. She has left home, heading again and tending for the Sword Coast uh, with the... with a nightmare. We'll leave it at that for now. So, you four are currently on a grand ship. It's about sunset, uh, choppy waves. What do you want to do? What are we looking at right now? Are we at a bar? Are we just on the deck? You are, so Rain and Wilson are, you'll be on the top deck. Um, there's tons of people. It's a huge passenger ship. From Hammerdon to the Sword Coast is about a five-day trip, six-day trip. Uh, and there's probably 100 to 125 passengers on board, not counting uh, crew. Um, off to one side of the ship, you'll see a young human man, very nice clothing, pristine uh just kind of observing everybody as they walk around the ship. Uh, and off to the other side, you'll see a human female, long red braided hair uh, with two hand axes off to either side. Uh, and she's just kind of standing off the ship, not looking at the people, but looking out into the ocean. 
Yeah, definitely apart from the people. Looking out. How long have we been on the boat? It's been about two days now. Um, is there a bar on the ship? Uh, there is a small bar. It's not a formal bar, but there is a location uh, down below deck where you can buy hooch from the crew. Because there is a tax for transporting alcohol from <laughs> Hammerdon into the Sword Coast. So they make hooch and serve it to passengers who want it below decks. I'm going to head there. Okay. Uh, anybody else? I'm going to wait a little longer to watch the sun start to set and just check out people while okay. I'm up there. Cool. All right, so sorry, all your cameras froze up, so I, <laughs> I couldn't see who was talking. Was it Stiora that's going down? Yes. Okay. Um, so there's a giant staircase with a huge iron wrought, wrought iron gate over the top of it that uh, two crew members open for you in the center of the deck just after the main mast. Uh, and as you head down, there's a couple of lanterns lighting it up but it's very dark like i said it's right at sunset so it's super dark below deck um you head down there and you can see off in the and the and the back corner of the room is a dwarf uh doesn't look like he's part of the crew technically but you can tell there's obviously been an arrangement made here uh he's just sitting there he's got like four or five giant drums uh, one of them is tapped. The other three look like they've already been emptied. Uh, and there's seven or eight people standing around with mugs uh, talking to him. Uh, off to the other side is just a bunch of families. A lot of people started bringing their kids below decks to take naps uh, since it's starting to get dark. Um, okay. Uh, is there a line or I'll just push forward actually to the front. Uh, okay. Roll an intimidation check. Oh, oh yes. I first roll, you guys. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, that was terrible. <laughs> uh, five. <laughs> Yeah, so you try to push past the first two guys, and they both just kind of turn around and scoff at you, and the one just puts a hand on your shoulder and shoves you back. Uh, make a dex check. B A 12. 12. Yeah, you stumble back a little uh, bit. But uh, you catch yourself before almost falling on a pile of sleeping children off to the side. Uh, they are probably at this point not going to let you skip the line no matter what. <laughs> that was your one chance. Uh, so Fine, I'll wait. Okay, so you get in line to, to get some hooch. Uh, Rain and Wilson, what would you two like to do? 
Uh, I'm going to look over to Rain and just uh, say, uh, I, Rain, I don't know if I feel so good. Like, you might want to throw up? Or... Yeah, like, I think I'm going to throw up. It's the seasickness. I, uh... Can we go get a drink? Yeah, we can do that. Okay, we're going to also get a drink. Okay. Uh, the same thing. Two of you start head down. You guys were on the upper section of the deck. Um, so you have one smaller set of stairs that you have to head down. Um, the deck is starting to, to clear out a little bit as people are starting to go below decks if they, you know, bought cheaper tickets uh, and into the cabins if they have more expensive tickets um, for the night. Uh, as you guys start to descend those stairs, um, you notice a lot of people are starting to turn their attention off to the east where the sky is starting to get really dark and gloomy. And it looks like maybe there's a storm starting to roll in. But you guys head down and you see a line of people in the corner. Obvious, you know, keg line, if it were. Uh, and the same red-haired human at the back of the line. Kind of by yourself, not really talking to anybody. Uh, I'm going to tap the red-haired um, individual on the shoulder, and I'm going to ask, uh, how, "How much for how much for a drink here?" No idea. I just tried to get to the front, and these guys did not let me pass. So I'm waiting in line. Interesting. Have you ever been to the Sword Coast yourself? No. I don't believe I have, correct? No. No. No, I've never been to the Sword Coast. Interesting. Well, this is my sister. Her name is ah. Tiffany. Tiffany. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, well, with an I? Oh, okay. <laughs> well, my name's Diora. And I'm on my way to the Hammer Dawn. Hammer Dawn? You're leaving Hammer Dawn for the Sword Coast. Oh, leaving for the so Sword Coast. Correct. I've left Hammer Dawn. Thank you. Yep, yep. Um, may I ask you What's your name? My name is Kyle. <laughs> uh... Great. Um, can I do? Do I believe him? Uh, roll an insight check versus his uh, deception. Well, okay. possible deception. Um, oh God, I believe 19. him. <laughs> yeah, I rolled no. a five. He's Kyle. He he even looks like a Kyle. That's he's exactly what you, you would expect. Look, you look like a Kyle. <laughs> uh, yeah. Kyle and Tiffany. Eye. With an eye. Um, With an eye. At the end? Yep. The real Kyle. Uh, you notice I as notice well. The storm. The storm. I'll be heading down. Storm of Bruin. So you're going to 
you're gonna head down as well. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, same thing. You're gonna leave the deck as as you're leaving the deck. There's starting to be a lot of crew members coming up from below decks and coming out of the cabins, uh, and they're starting to make a lot of noise and they're starting to kind of urge people into their their cabins and below decks, uh, and there's a sense of urgency that that someone who's traveled around quite a bit already in your life, um, you recognize it as being that this is obviously a pretty big storm that they're concerned about. Uh, so do you want to proceed downstairs? Yep, I'll proceed downstairs. All right, you go down and same thing. Uh, it's starting to get really crowded uh, below decks now. When you get down there, you actually get stopped on the last step going down, uh, and you can't discern any specific lines, any groups of people. It's just there's probably 60 people and a giant mass uh, below decks right now. I'm going to attempt to get some attention by yelling, Hey! Hey! There's a storm coming. We need to take refuge. Uh, does anyone does anyone hear me? Pay attention. Roll, roll a charisma check. This is a straight six. Straight six. Uh, one of the men from off to the side steps up and just grabs you by the collar of your shirt and pulls you down off the stairs. He's like, holy... Shut the hell up. We got kids trying to sleep. Uh, and he's going to completely ignore you. He just shoved you down off the stairs and he's heading back over to where his family's at. Okay. Um, <clears throat> what do um, is there... Do? Did I hear this? Uh, Did I hear him yell that there's a storm coming? Uh, yeah, I'm going to say yeah. It's a pretty small space yeah. for for 60 people, and he <laughs> he was right there. <laughs> um, is there a crew member to 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 ask if they need help at all? Uh, not below decks right now. Um, okay, they've all. You don't you don't see anybody below decks currently. That looks like they're a part of the crew. Okay. So you guys just gonna stay in line and try um, and get your hooch, huh? Chris, I think yeah. as a precaution here, uh, I'm gonna mumble some stuff, do some hand motions. I'm gonna cast my mage armor. Jesus, okay. Man. And I'm gonna start weaving through the crowd pushing around and as I go I'm gonna go there's a storm coming take shelter <laughs> I'm just gonna keep yelling it uh, uh, I think we have shelter we're inside a ship nope we need to batten down and strap onto something <laughs> alright I need Kyle I need you to roll me two d20s okay Seventeen. Okay. And the other one was like a fourteen. Okay. Uh, so, at this point, you 
you now having done this for the second time and you're you're walking through this crowd of people with like an air of authority. So people are starting to believe that you're a part of the crew based on how finely you're dressed compared to everybody else who's staying below decks. They're all like in peasant attire, like tattered clothes, very drab appear. Uh, and you've come down and you're wearing like nice linens and silks and, and you're yeah. And you're hollering at people. And, and now they're starting to believe that you're a member of the crew. Uh, so they're going to start to all kind of horseshoe around you and they're just going to get really quiet. And the same guy who had yelled at you before is just going to ask you, well, what do we do then? Uh, <laughs> what we do is we prepare the best we can for tossing and turning of the ship. Secure everything you can. It looks like the crew is preparing for something that could be big. Uh, I'm going to turn to Rain, and I'm going to say, this guy sounds legit. <laughs> <laughs> he knows what he's talking about. So as... What? Shoot. Oh, go ahead. No, no, you're good. Ask. Ask away. Oh, I just was wondering what um, Kyle and Tiffany look like. Like what type of... Um, oh, yeah. Uh, what are they wearing? Feel free to describe yourselves. Okay. <laughs> um, I have a, a white loose uh, skirt with a... Uh, <clears throat> breastplate on the top with blue jewels adorned and I have a white staff that I carry that is all wooden and carved out in intricate designs. Hair is pulled back in a ponytail, brown hair, blue eyes. Um, what you see when you look at Kyle is uh, studded leather armor with uh, some blue uh, like not breastplates, but like shoulder pads and blue blazers with uh, silver trim. <clears throat> uh, kind of like a goatee, but he's skinnier, maybe like 5'11". And he's got long hair, like almost a mullet. And um, that's it. Well, um, I'll lean over since they're right next to me and also and say, should we help this guy? Um, I'll look at Rain, and I'll kind of, like, I guess we should. Uh, as you say that, you all hear a loud, thunderous crash. Uh, the ship rocks side to side. People start screaming in panic. The few candles that had been lighting the, the uh, below deck have fallen to the ground and extinguished. Uh, now you're all in a dark mass of people, children crying, uh, men and women screaming, and they're all stumbling over each other, trying to find their way to the stairs to get above deck to see what's going on. Reaching out for rain immediately. If I can, I'm going to try to find one of those candles. Uh, uh, okay. Through the crowd. Roll an investigation check. <clears throat> oh, that's good. I have a high of that too. Oh, 24, good sir. Uh, yeah, so you hadn't gotten 
super far away from the stairs where the two of the three lanterns were at when they fell. Uh, so you can you can kind of tell as you're walking over, you hear the, gra the glass crunching under your feet and you're able to reach down and pick up what's left of the lantern. Okay, I'm going to... Uh... It was uh, and then, bam! Press the digitation that sucker back on. Uh, okay, yeah, it. Oof. A small flame appears back on the wick, uh, and you have a very small amount of light. Uh, with that light, I need all of you four to roll me a perception check, including myself. Yep. Niner. Uh, 10, 19, I'm switching, switching dice. <laughs> 16. 16, okay. So Kyle and Rain, you'll notice that there is now a pretty large size hole uh, in the side of the ship. Uh, not low enough mm -hmm. that the water is, that it's, you know, going to submerge the ship just yet but enough that as the waves are crashing and the storm is really starting to brew, that water is starting to come through and miss the people and people are beginning to panic even more and rush up the stairs. I want to cast guidance on rain. Okay. I'm going I to yell, can anyone patch this hole? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, are there, are there wood, cr wood crates or anything around wooden crates? Uh, really all that's there are the barrels that have the hooch in them. But currently okay. there's about 60 barrel? people trying to exit that area. So trying to navigate back against the flow of people is going to be difficult. I'm uh, going to... Sorry, go ahead. Um, I will... Does it look like a barrel could fit in this hole? Uh, it's a little bit bigger than that. Uh, it's probably... Probably about eight foot long and about five foot high. Oh, Jesus. Uh, can I do... Can I, like... Can I see it from my vantage point, do you think? Uh, with your perception check now. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Great. Uh, I'll look to well, right and say, what do we do? I'm sorry. I will head to the barrels. I'm going to attempt it anyways. <laughs> okay. Um, roll me... I'm going to push through the crowd. Yeah, roll me a dexterity check to navigate through the crowd, and then I need all of you to also roll a perception check again. That would be a natural one. <laughs> For the dex check? Six. I got it. Yep, I'm the dex check. Oof. Okay. Uh, I'm on the, the ground. What were the perception checks? Rolled another 16. Oh, my. 16. Six. Okay. 14. For rain. Okay. Um, so as you start to head back against the flow of people towards the barrels, uh, a large orc man just runs into you and starts to knock you over. But instead of letting you fall, he grabs you by the waist and just throws you up over his shoulder and pushes through the crowd. And you end up above deck uh, 
on the shoulder of some random orc. Um, (laughs) The perception checks. You all hear another loud crash, followed by the cries of what sound like several adult men, uh, and then splashing sounds. Uh, Rain, we gotta go help. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna actively be looking for anybody that's hurt. Okay. I'm uh, going. I'm gonna. I'm gonna run up deck and see if I can help on top of the deck. I'm gonna try to stay near the stairs and yell and direct people up. Okay. So since I'm being carried, I will also obviously be going <laughs> above deck. <laughs> yeah. So Kyle is uh, standing up the stairs, helping you know lead people. Up to up to the top deck, um, Rain and Wilson. Obviously, you'll acknowledge that he's there as you go through. Um, you get to the top deck and you see Stiora being placed back down by this large orc man. Uh, and just as he sets you down, Stiora, mm-hmm. just like that, in the blink of an eye, he's gone. All that's left in front of you is one boot, and you didn't even hear a thud or a cry. He's just vanished. But you do start to hear a creaking sound as you turn around and you notice that the main mast in the middle of the ship has a huge crack in it and is starting to teeter off to the side. I don't know. What the fuck? Okay. Uh, Is there anyone in the way of the falling mast? Uh, everyone. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> uh, the mask. Oh, scream! <laughs> Get out of the way! Uh, okay, so you if try I to... Do my best. <laughs> you, you try to yell to bring people's attention to it, but everybody is focusing their attention away from the ship. Um, looking in all different directions. Uh, Kyle will have noticed that people... A lot of the families turned one direction specifically when they went up to the top of the stairs. Uh, Rain and Wilson, when you made to the top of the stairs, you can go with the families to your right, or you can go towards the crew members to your left, which is where Stiora is at. Um, did we, we were, did we see Stiora when we got up there? Yeah, yeah. Okay, then I would definitely be going that way towards the crew members. Okay, so you hear her yell, get out of the way, and you run right to her. <laughs> do I see uh, Did I see the, the, the dude get iced out of nowhere? No. Okay. No. Um, so I'll go to, I, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <clears throat> I'm going to go up to her next door. What's going on? I have no fucking idea what and then can i be like what happened can i see what happened to the orc guy what he just vanished roll perception checks all four of you like he like he was gray out or something am i at the top now at this point gosh yeah 19 okay nine oh or (laughs) i'm taking in the chaos (laughs) I'm trying to process, what can I do? How do I survive this? What's going on? Rain, what'd you roll? 12. 12, okay. So Rain and Wilson, 
uh, you'll both see as another loud, thunderous, crashing sound, and the ship rocks yet again, uh, and you see just a line of crew members gone. Uh, and at this point, between it being nighttime and it being a storm, it's dark. You can't see much, but you just got hit by something large. Uh, and you have no idea what it is just yet. But the lightning is starting to illuminate the sky just a little bit, and you can decipher that that's why a lot of people are staring off in that one direction, as they're trying to figure out what exactly is happening to the ship. Because it hasn't been struck by lightning. It's been hit by something. Uh, Ooh. Can, I, can I run to the edge and see if I can see what the hell is hitting this thing? Yes, so... Roll me a perception check and a dexterity check. Okay, so perception is 12 plus 3, 15. Okay. Um, and then a dexterity. Is a 1. All right. Okay. Um, so, Rain, you see, and Stiora, you both see Wilson run to the edge of the boat to try and get a glimpse at what's happening. And just as he gets his hands on the what's left of the rail, you both see oh, <laughs> darkness. Uh, and then Rain is, uh, Wilson, I'm sorry, is gone. Wilson, Was I close enough to grab him? No. I will run up. <laughs> If I, if I, if, I don't know if I'm no. falling, but if I'm falling, I just imagine just me going, shit, shit, shit. Uh, Wilson, you, you feel a smack uh, into your side as you take two points of bludgeoning damage, and Ooh. you feel the icy cold of the water as you start to sink beside the ship. Wow. Uh, um, okay. Do I see if he fell in? Do you what? Do I see if he fell in? You saw him run to the edge of the ship uh, and then disappear. Uh, I'm, I'm going to run to the side and first see if I can see him. Okay. Dex check um, and perception check. I'm going to attempt oh, to yeah. find a large piece of wood that's you know, like a good size that I can maybe just like a half, like a paddle board type, you know, like a little, uh, we call those like a little board thing that I can hold on to. Okay. Um, roll an investigation check. What'd you uh, roll, Stiora? This is dex, not strength. Yeah, dex. All right, all right. That's a 10. <laughs> okay. And then my uh, perception check is a 14. Okay, so you uh, more carefully approach the edge of the ship, uh, and you notice as you get up there that that entire section of the ship where that handrail was is gone, and you can see that the, the ship is actually taking on water right now as it starts to lean towards that side, and barrels and crates and, oh no. and even some of the older passengers... It's are starting okay. to slide from one side of the ship 
towards that side uh, where it looks like they're going to slide off into the sea. Um, but yeah, you, for the moment, message. you're steady for the moment. Draws, but I said that I was going to just jump in after him. Oh, uh, okay. So... <laughs> Rain... <laughs> I missed some things. Steora, <laughs> Steora uh, you, as you turn and see all these people starting to slide, you see amongst all these people and objects sliding towards you is Rain in a dead sprint. Uh, and you try to reach out your hand to stop her as you see her just leap and then gracefully turn it into a dive and vanish into the blackness of the sea. Uh, what did you roll on your well, investigation check, Kyle? Uh, dirty 20. Uh, okay. So with a dirty 20, you're looking around for some sort of flotation device, I'm assuming. Correct. Uh, Correct. You do see there are about two or three lifeboats left on that side of the ship that are filling with people as they're being descended into the water. Uh, does it look like there's too many people to fit in the boats? Uh, honestly, at this point, it's been mass chaos and a lot of the people are already in the water. There's a couple of families and a couple of crew members trying to manage getting in the boats and lowering them at the same time. Does it really so. feel like this boat is like a lost cause? Uh, to is you at the moment, you think it's 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 done for because it's taken on water. All right, I'm just gonna start throwing everything overboard. Barrels, rafts, you know, things to float on. Okay. As potentially the, the the rat the the mask <laughs> could be a floating thing. The mask is, is the mask is gone. It? It's gone. Oh, it's gone. Okay. Yeah. If I can, I'll start uh, making my way over to the lifeboats to see if I can get on one. But I'm whatever flotation device I can find, I'm still gonna hold it. Okay. Okay. Um, so Kyle starts heading towards the lifeboats as Diora is still barely keeping her balance on the ever-tilting ship. And as objects are sliding towards her, she's just kind of giving them an extra little nudge overboard uh, <laughs> because everything's already sliding off the boat anyways. Um, and um, Rain, go ahead and give me an investigation check to see if you can find Wilson underwater. Uh, mm -hmm. While you're doing that, Kyle, what would you like to do when you get to the boats, the lifeboats? I'm going to attempt to find someone that knows how to lower this thing and get in one. <laughs> I'll uh, run over and help, as well as helping get kids into boats. Okay. And fam. All right. Uh, Rain, what did you roll? A uh, 13. A 13? You can't discern. There are people and objects everywhere as the ship is taking on water it's creating uh, a, f a very strong flow of water kind of sucking people and objects down as objects are coming off the top deck of the ship and landing in the water they're then immediately getting pulled back in to the under deck into the hull of the ship uh, and it's creating a, a massive kind of spiral effect of it's just becoming 
a lead weight, and it's sinking faster. Uh, as Stiora and Kyle make it to the lifeboats, uh, there's one lifeboat left. The other two have already made it down into the water. Uh, and there is one crew member standing in the boat with one hand out, ready to help you step in. And he's holding the rope to release it. Uh, all right, I'm going. All right, if you guys are going to try and jump in, I need you both to make dex checks. Um, I am not going to get in yet. Okay. Um, I'm going to make sure that the, the boat is clear of people. Okay, uh, roll perception. That's going to be a dex check of four, senor. Four, okay. Um, let's oh, see Sora's perception check real quick. My rolls have sucked. Uh, that's, uh, uh, eight. Eight, okay. Um, you look back over the deck, and it's, it's pretty dark, and it, the ship is pretty steep right now. Probably almost at a 90-degree angle, uh, so there's not much left on the deck. You guys are just barely hanging on to the side you're on. Uh, and you don't see because you're looking the other way as Kyle tries to jump from the handrail into the lifeboat, uh, but doesn't make it. Uh, you hit the side of the lifeboat with your chest and a loud thud that knocks the wind out of you and you fall about 30 feet and land in the water on the opposite side of where everybody else is at. Uh, Fantastic. Sora. I will, yeah, I'll take my running leap into the boat. Okay, roll me a dex check and a perception check. Okay. Uh, that's a 10. For dex? For, um, for dex. Okay. <laughs> and a natural one for perception. Oh my. Nice. Uh, okay. We suck tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you... You manage. Oh my dice go to the dice scale. You jump. <laughs> you jump to the lifeboat and you feel, you feel the thud of the wooden lifeboat under your feet, and then it's gone, and you're free falling. Thirty, forty feet. Splash, end of the water. I need all four of you to make one last perception check. Am I even like, <laughs> am I like barely breathing, uh, trying to float? <laughs> yeah. I got a 13. 13. 9, 11. 18, 9 and 11. Who rolled the 9? Rain. Rain. Okay. <clears throat> uh. <laughs> Don't giggle. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. Find yourselves, we can't see you, but we can tell you're smiling. <laughs> you, you find yourselves sinking. The water is frigid cold. And where it was absolute mass chaos and pandemonium above the surface of the water, uh, now that you're sinking below the water, it's almost peaceful uh, and it feels calm. As you are still sinking slowly into the dark abyss. You're looking up at the surface, and with every flash of lightning, you see other people 
sinking and objects sinking. Um, Rain and Kyle, or sorry, Wilson and Kyle. With a flash of lightning, you both think you see tentacles wrapping up the ship and and pulling it down. Stiora, as you look up, you think you see a winged figure over the ship. As you all continue to sink down farther to the point that you can no longer see the lightning and you all just kind of feel a sense of calm as you roll into unconsciousness. Delcy. My last my last thought's gonna be Oh that's awesome <laughs> in a bad way. And then I just <laughs> black out. Uh Rain would have been doing a a silent prayer to Eldath. Okay. Uh, I also I also would have sent a message to Rain. But I'm not gonna say what it is. Okay. Help. Help, help, help. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I just have a face of fear. That's what I... Delcy. Hmm? You have been working in Wolfspire for a couple of years now. Um, you're familiar with the area. You've been doing work for a man named Kieran. And... You received a letter uh, earlier this morning that you needed to meet the usual couple of guys that you work with um, to go on a scavenging patrol. Uh, the, the safe house that you're supposed to meet them at is about three blocks from where you currently live and work. Uh, and you've made the trip several times before, so you know that there's a couple of alley, alleys and, and shortcuts you can take to get there quickly. Um, what would you like to do? Am I being lazy and will take the scenic route? No, I'll just go there. It's fine. I'll just go straight. Straight there after having my normal breakfast and coffee and whatnot and locking up the shop building okay so you you lock up the uh the upstairs portion which is your living area and as you leave you lock up the the living quarters or the business quarters downstairs uh and you duck through a couple of alleys and and cut through a couple of of what would be backyards um and you make it to one of kieran's safe houses um I'm going to be wearing a big mustache. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. <laughs> Just practicing disguise stuff. <laughs> um, as you approach the safe house, which is the entrance to it is tucked away in an alley between two old shops um, that don't get a lot of business anymore. I need you to roll a perception check. Dang, that's a good one. Okay, um, 20. Damn, all right. Uh, as you approach, 
you notice that there is a very um, extravagant cart uh, with two horses just outside the door in the alley. And as you approach, um, a robed female figure leaves. You don't get a look at her face, but you can tell by the build and the way she's dressed that it's um, a female of high standing within the city. Uh, and she climbs into the cart with two guards, uh, and they depart. Um, roll me a history check real quick. Interesting. You said history? Yeah. Oh, uh, 11. 11. Uh, you think that you've seen this person in and out of Kieran's safe houses before? but you've never really connected the dots of who they are or what their business might be with Kieran. Okay. Um, as you walk in, uh, there are three kind of doofy half orcs waiting for you. Uh, the same three guys that Kieran has you work with all the time. Uh, Stu, Lou, and Hugh. Stu, uh, Lou, and Hugh. Stu, Lou, and Hugh. <laughs> uh, I like it. So you walk in and it's almost like uh, like an underground tavern kind of thing where, you know, they have their own little bar set up, a couple of tables where they play cards. Uh, there's a chair off in one corner with some blood spatters around it that you've always known better than to ask questions about. Um, and as you walk in, the, you just hear all three of Sulu and Hugh kind of in sequence just... Hello, I'm Stu. Hello, I'm Hugh. <laughs> uh, and they're like, it's about time. We've got to get going. And <laughs> you'll see one of them will reach into his pocket and he pulls out a very small vial filled with an extremely bright, glowing purple liquid. Uh, and he smashes it between his fingers and then flicks the fluid off into the air and a portal appears in front of you. Have I seen him do that before? You have seen him do that before. Okay, then I'm not surprised at all. Um, <laughs> after he does it... That's so Stu. Stu, <laughs> uh, Stu and Lou both immediately walk through and Hugh stands and just real doofy like just kind of like with his shoulders slumped over it just kind of looks at you ladies first do you know uh every fourth attempt through a portal means a uh, means a, a maiming bye <laughs> <laughs> roll <laughs> persuasion persuasion uh 12 Okay, uh, so you say that and you go through and <laughs> as you go through, you feel it feels like your insides are being ripped out of your body and then being stitched back in with a rusty needle uh, and everything feels like the room is spinning faster and faster uh, and you feel a combination of both weightless and yet somehow as if you are the center of gravity. And then 
with a sounding thud, you appear on a beach. Uh, and I need you to roll a con save real quick. Ooh. That was a bad roll. Six. Uh, as you appear on the beach, you immediately start to vomit your guts up uh, as Stu and Lou, who had gone through the portal before you, turn and just, <laughs> you never get used to it. Uh, and no. then... And then they both look at the portal and wait and wait and wait. And about two minutes goes by before finally Q pops through with a thunk. <laughs> and then they're like, well, hello, Hugh. What took you so long? And uh, he's going to turn and he's going to look at you and he's going to be like, well, it's my fourth trip. And they're just going to look really confused at him. Like, what the fuck does that I'm matter? I'm going to look confused too and then throw <laughs> up again. <laughs> uh, all right, so they'll help you to your feet. And as you stand up, roll my perception check. Um, 16. 16. So you look out and you see a long sprawling beach. And you know from having grown up in the area that you're in a, re a region known as the Dunes. Um, it's kind of a desolate, tucked away beach uh, that is extremely dangerous to travel to and from, which would be the reason why you took the portal um, strewn across the beach is shipwreckage, um, chests, clothes, weapons, gold, gems, armor, uh, bodies. I lost somebody. What happened? I'm here. Oh, OK. <clears throat> um, and Stu, Lou, and Hugh are just going to, well, it's time to get to war. And they'll start heading towards the beach. Uh, what are you going to do? I will head with them. Um, although I'll still feel a little queasy. I don't like the taste of vomit in my mouth. <clears throat> okay. So as you walk up to the beach, Stu, Lou, and Hugh are grabbing every chest that they can find, uh, any any valuables, you know, some gold, some gems, uh, some of the nicer pieces of weapons and armor. And all three of them have a bag, and it just seems endless. Uh, they're just... There is an obscene amount of items that they're putting into these bags. Um, you've only ever seen these three people have a bag such as this but you've deduced that it's a bag of holding. Um, awesome. You... <laughs> your role in this is that Kieran hires you to come out here and search for documents. Uh, any important documents that he can have you do your thing with 
that might benefit him. So go ahead and roll me an investigation check. Will do. And, you know, if I happen to find a bag of gold here and there, he (laughs) probably won't miss it. (laughs) Investigation, you said? Yeah. Okay. uh, 17. 17. All right. Uh, So you do find like five gold, just pieces laying in the sand as you're walking along the shore. Uh, and you find a chest that's already been busted open, so it's easy work for you to just kick it open and look inside. And it's three or four scrolls, all with wax seals on them, but they're soaking wet. Uh, And you know from experience that if you were to open them now, they would probably just disintegrate. So you can take them and stick them in your satchel and give them some time to dry out, or you can not bother with them, call them a lost cause. Yeah, I'm going to give him some time to dry out. Okay, so you stick him in your satchel. uh, And as you work your way down the beach, there's bodies everywhere. I mean, everywhere. Rain, Wilson, Stiora, and Kyle. You all come to on the beach. Uh, You hear waves crashing seagulls uh rain you wake up to a half orc trying to pull your your glawa away from your belt side uh what would you do excuse me that is mine uh do i see this uh not yet Okay. You, you know, you say, excuse me, that's mine. And Stu kind of like startles up and just stares at you and then stumbles back like four or five feet and falls backwards onto his butt. Uh, Stiora, you wake up to a seagull sitting on your face, just like perched right on your forehead. Uh, (laughs) Swat it out of the way. Uh, you just kind of swat it out of the way and you get up, but you notice that your hand axes are missing. <gasps> All right. Do I, do I, uh, see them? Somebody holding them? Roll an investigation check. Can I have one good roll tonight? <laughs> <laughs> That's a five. Five. Uh, You look around in the immediate area, but you don't see them. You see a couple of short swords and a longbow and half of the remainder of a wooden shield. Um, Not your wooden shield, but you don't see your hand axes anywhere at the moment. Uh, All right, I'm going to go start. uh, Do I see anybody picking pockets? Or, you know, searching the bodies. So. Yeah, as you sit up, you see uh, you see one half-orc stumbling backwards away from, from Rain's body, and then you see two more half-orcs. Uh, one of them is approaching Wilson's body, uh, and the other one has just walked away from Kyle's body. Kyle, you wake up to, like, a half-consciousness as you feel yourself being kind of pushed around and rolled around. Uh, And then 
you finally are waken, woken all the way up when you hear a and you feel the snot and saliva of a sneeze against the side of your face. Uh, and then you hear a large creature walking away from you. Wipe my face out of the immediate disgust. And do I see where he's walking? Yeah, he's moving around. He's you see that he's walking away from you uh, and he's heading towards the next body, which is about 25 feet away. I'm going to immediately check my. uh, Well, one of my one pocket, I I keep a certain item in that I want, and then I want to make I want to look for my satchel as well. Uh, You feel around and you notice the only thing that's missing is your gold. Interesting. I'm still going to gather my whereabouts, stand up, kind of shake, shake things off and see what all I can see. Okay. Um, Wilson, uh, you're jarred awake as you feel a giant hand uh, grab at the nape of your neck and start to try to set you up. Uh, and it feels like they're trying to undo the straps that hold your armor on. Uh, and they're touching me? Yes. <laughs> Inflict wounds. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, 3d10. What's the save what? on it? Uh, oops, that's not right. Uh, Oh, it's on. I have to. I still have to hit. I have to make a melee spell attack. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So rolling to hit. You fucking asshole. <laughs> that's a. That's a nine. A nine. In totality. A nine does not hit. Um. So, <laughs> Lou, is trying to to unbind the straps that hold your chest piece on, as you swing backwards to try to hit him uh, and you totally whiff and you just kind of fall over to the side and you falling to the side while he was holding the strap actually loosens it and as you fall over the breastplate and back piece from your armor just fall off of you into the sand uh, but Lou is startled and jumps up and takes a couple of steps back um I just like I do that and then I say, what are you doing? Who are you? Uh <laughs> Well, hello. I'm Lou. Um I work for Kieran. I'm here to collect things. Who are you? Say Karen? You work for a Karen? Kieran. Of course it would be a Karen Karen. I work for uh, Miss, Miss, Mr. Kieran. My name is Kyle, Lou. Well, and I need this armor. Well, it's nice to meet you, Kyle. You can have your armor. I thought you were dead. I'm very much not dead. Um, where am I, first and foremost? Well, I'm glad you're all right. Uh, you're on the dunes. 
can I look around and do a perception check? Is, there, is this like Sandy Beach Dunes or like the movie Dune? Uh, <laughs> it's like Sandy Beach Dunes. Okay, so uh, there are trees around. There are trees. So it's a fairly flat beach that goes on for several hundred yards uh, with some sand dunes about 100 feet off the shore. And then you can see beyond the dunes, you can see treetops. Um, but looking in either direction, it's just sand along the shore. Interesting. Um, hey, Lou, uh, is this Karen? Is she in charge? Is she like in charge around here or is she like border patrol? Like, what's going on? <laughs> well, Mr. Karen, he, uh, <laughs> he's the boss man. All right. So what's the play here? You just steal a bunch of people's stuff? Well, Mr. Kieran says that if they're dead, it's not stealing. Is this like some sort of trap that this Karen has where this is where she gets all of her stuff? What's a trap? What is a trap? That's a very good question. Um, it's when you trick someone into an area they don't want to be. Is that what Mr. Karen's doing? Well, that sounds right. But Mr. Karen doesn't make the people come to the beach. He just finds out when they show up. Interesting. Uh, can I do, can I, while I'm talking to Luke, can I look around? I'm looking for rain, like frantically. Yeah, roll perception. Yeah. I'm going to start trotting to the guy I saw and leave from me. Okay. Uh, yeah, you see everything that's been going on. Um, you see Rain sitting up uh, with an identical copy of the half-orc you're talking to sitting about five feet away from her, just looking like he's seen a ghost. Uh, you see Kyle standing up and walking towards... Uh, a third copy of identical orc. And you see uh, Stiora has sat up. She's not fully standing up yet, but she's on her hands and knees and she's frantically wiping sand away, looking for something. Uh, I'm going to cast message to um, Rain. And I'm going to say, uh, gather the crazy guy, get the other human and come over here. Where are you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> cuckoo! cuckoo! <laughs> you, you all I hear. I turn around. The strangest <laughs> seagull you've ever heard in your life. Uh, yes, I look. Reese. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Delcy. <laughs> you hear a seagull like you've never heard before in your life. <laughs> Uh, and you turn around and you see this ridiculous scene behind you where and you just kind of not again, you know, the three stooges over here have managed to fuck up yet another job. Uh, what are you going to do? Can't they really be responsible for people not dying on a ship or <laughs> I'm forgiving. But really, yes, it's very strange to see a man cacawing. <laughs> that about 
Indeed. <laughs> um, I'm going to make my way to the nearest person, standing uh, person, who looks like they're collecting stuff. Okay. Uh, the nearest person to you would be Kyle. He's chasing <laughs> Which down. Kyle? He, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, the... <laughs> The the uh, finer dressed Kyle, the one not wearing armor. I got it. He's he's chasing down one of the three half orcs. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna follow him. Okay, you follow him, and then I'm also gonna get to the same person that he's talking to. Okay. Um, yeah, Chris. If I get to that guy, I'm just gonna like, uh, excuse me, pardon me. Uh, I seem to be missing my ten gold. And I noticed you uh, were the one that kind of woke me. Could I get that back? Uh, so Hugh was walking away from you when you started talking to him, and you startled him. Uh, so he kind of jumped and turned around, and he sees you. Well, hello. Just wave. My name is Hugh. Nice to meet you. Pleasure to make your acquaintance, Hugh. Are you here for Mr. Kieran, too? I'm afraid I don't know, Mr. Kieran. Uh, I was on a ship, and I was wrecked here. I don't even know where I am. Can you tell me where I am? Well, this is the dunes. You were on that ship. Yes, sir. Well, you must be lucky. I, I guess I am. Um, I notice you're collecting things. Uh, did you take some gold from me? I took some gold from a lots of people. That'd just be about 10 pieces, as I recall it. <clears throat> That's all the money I had. Okay, well, Mr. Karen says if you're dead, it's not stealing. But since you're alive... I guess I can't take it. And he will give you your 10 gold pieces back. As that's happening, Delcy, you here? Delcy, Delcy and Stiora will both show up to that conversation at the same time. Yes. And from hearing the dead part, I just say, I'm not dead. And I pull my dagger and I say, two hand axes. Where are they? Uh, Lou's going to just like oh. really fast. He's going to throw both hands up and drop his bag and well hello my name is Hugh it's nice to meet you and who might you be scary lady <laughs> name's Diora I see you're taking things and I'm wondering if you have my two hand axes well, I didn't take any hand axes, but Stu or Lou might have. And he's just, he'll point, ah. keeping his hands up the whole ah. time. He'll point behind you. Okay, I put away my dagger. And then uh, I and I'm there walk. too, right? Yes, Dulcie is there as well. So pick up your bag. <laughs> you tell him to pick up the bag? Pick up your bag, it's fine. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to go, uh, oh, Hello. Uh, and who are you? Are, you're with the uh, Hugh here? 
Yes, um, my name is Mary. Nice to meet you, Mary. Nice to meet you. Yes, uh, you you both may call me Kyle. Um, I'm afraid I don't know uh, where we landed. I I know uh, Hugh mentioned the dunes, but I don't know. Uh, that's exactly where you are, sir. You're in the dunes. <laughs> yes, uh, but I was on a ship headed to the Sword Coast. I, I don't know where I am. This doesn't look familiar to any of the coasts I know. What happened to your ship? Uh, I think there was either a giant octopus or possibly a kraken of some kind. It was very stormy and dark, but that's the last thing I remember looking up on the water was some giant tentacled thing crushing our boat. Is that before or after you swallowed a bunch of seawater? Seawater makes you crazy, you know. <laughs> yes, uh, I, I imagine I did <laughs> swallow some seawater, but... Uh, I have a pretty good memory. Kyle, roll insight, and Delcy roll deception on that one. So which one? Which one did you want me to roll? You roll oh deception. Okay. My insight, uh, that's going to be uh, an eight. Oh. <laughs> 14? Okay. Yeah. Delcy tells you that swallowing salt water makes you crazy, and you immediately are like, oh my god. Oh my God. Scratching, scratching I, my head. <laughs> am I going to be all right? What if I start forgetting everything I've spent so much time learning? Oh my God. And you start to have like a mini panic attack. Yeah, that's probably going to happen. She just says without even knowing what you see. It's not good. It's not good. Uh, yeah. Rain. Um, <laughs> Stu starts to stand up from, from sitting down and collect himself. Uh, and you see Stiora approaching from the other side of the, the beach towards you, and she looks angry. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <I> walk. <laughs> she, yeah. she, Stiora's doing her, her angry mom walk across the beach right now. <laughs> um, Correct. I'm going to do a quick once over. Do I have all the rest of my stuff as well? Yes, you have all your things. I'm just saying two hand axes. Who has them? <laughs> really loud. <laughs> oh, I would answer her. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Stu's going to look at you at, at uh, Rain and his eyes are going to widen a little bit. And then he's going to turn and look at Stiora marching over towards him all pissed off like. And he'll just slowly reach into his bag and pull out two hand axes and hold them out for you. Over. But he's going to hold them out for you from like the very tips of the handles so that you're as far away from him as you can be when you grab them. Perfect. I take them. Okay. As you and grab them. Take a deep breath. <laughs> as you take them, he's going to like pull his hands back really fast, like snatch his hands back. Like, he was afraid you were going to just beat the ever-loving shit out of him. Uh, and then he's going to... Well, hello. Got what I wanted. Um, hello. I'm Thank Stu. You. Stu? It's, it's nice to meet you. Hi, Stu. 
Who might you be? Well, I'm Stiora. And this is this is Tiffany. I'm Tiffany. Oh. <laughs> With an eye. Well, hello, Stiora and Tiffany. Uh why are you so angry? <laughs> well, my weapons went missing, and they were yeah. very important to me. And died, so yeah, and we almost died. Well, they weren't missing. I had them. Sure. He has a point. So you don't need to be angry. Oh, oh, I'm calm now. I got what I wanted. I'm good. Okay. And then he just walks away. <laughs> <laughs> Can I talk to Lou really quick? Uh, absolutely. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to... You said I noticed that these individuals looked, like, identical, right? Yes. Okay. I'm going to look to Lou, and I'm going to put my arm around him, and I'm like, I got a question, buddy. Uh, why do you guys all look the same? Uh, Lou's going to look at you, like, curiously, like, well, we're brothers. And then he's going to... Do you not have brothers where you're from? He like looks around, he's like, no, I have a pain in the ass sister, but that's about it. What's a sister? <laughs> it's very much like a brother. But it's different, but same. Okay. Uh... So, Lou, um, is this Karen, is he your father? No. <laughs> Karen's just the boss. The boss of what, though? How many people does Karen in charge of in a day? Well, I don't count so good, but uh, lots of people work for Karen. All right, I'm going to look around. I'm going to look around for someone who's, who seems to be, like, doing the same thing as Lucy and so, whatever the other one is. And yeah. I'm going to see if there's, like, a boss or, like, someone who's competent. I, I am uh, definitely um, following uh, Delcy or Mary, because she seems to be way more intelligent than you. <laughs> yeah, uh, as you look around, you do notice that there is one... Uh, half-elf female, correct? Yeah. Um, and she seems to have more of an air of authority about her than Stulu and Hugh do. Okay, I'm going in that direction. On my way there, I'm going to cast message to um, Rain and say, I'm going over here, and as I do that, I'm wa <laughs> waiting for her to track me, and I'm just like... <laughs> Again, to get her attention. Uh, as you as you caca, like you notice that she's literally standing like three feet to your left. Oh, there you are. Oh, see you again. <laughs> Let's go this way. Okay. <laughs> oh. Um, like, did you see? They look the same. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that. They say that they're brothers, um, and their dad's a Karen or something. We're gonna find out now. 
Karen? Yeah. Okay. So we're walking over what else? to you. Sorry. Do you know where? Uh, what else? Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Rain. I'm just gonna keep asking questions. Like I didn't ask any questions. Do you know where we're at? To me? Oh. Yeah. Uh, I have no idea. We're in some place called the Dunes, which I assume is not on the Sword Coast. So there's some dude named Karen who is like the boss here. So we have to figure out what's going on. This might be some sort of sting operation where they take all of our shit. Did you see the Kraken thing? Or the octopus thing? Yeah, I did see the octopus thing. That was crazy. I was like, that was so cray. That <laughs> was giant crayfish cray. <laughs> <laughs> what else is happening on the beach? Uh, well, all of you are now kind of huddled up with Stu and Lou and Mary. Uh, and Hugh is making his way to one final body about 30 feet away. Oh, no. Okay, I'll follow um, <laughs> Kyle and Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> can't remember your fake names and it's hilarious <laughs> um, um, I was going to say are we still me and uh, Rain are on our way to see uh, this individual <laughs> yeah yeah okay. uh, yeah so you'll all kind of converge into one area where okay. you see you see this half-elf woman is like swatting the hands of one of the half-orcs while he's like uh -huh. fumbling to put the last couple of things in his bag. Um, and both of the, the half-orcs that are there just kind of like shoulders slumped over. Like they look like beat puppies um, oh. in, in her presence where when they were talking to you before, like they seemed a little more comfortable around her. They, they seem a little more like like they're afraid. Okay, I'm going to go up to her and I'm going to say, excuse me, ma'am, um, I have a question. Yes. Um, I hate to bother you. You growing, weren't you? You were the one that was making the weird bird noises. Yeah, um, bird callings, like, that's my stuff. So I just, this is a new area. What, what was it, Kyle, the other, the wizard guy, would be like, Seawater. Seawater. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you survived. I remember seeing you on the ship. Yeah, I'm just trying to get some answers here. It seems like we're not, if I had to guess, um, what is your name, by the way? Um, um, Mary? Yeah, Mary. <laughs> uh, I, I start to go, hmm? she forgot her own name? In my head, in my head. Uh, yeah, you guys can all roll inside on that one. Yeah, that's okay. Because she was like, Mary? I, is my name? Yeah, I said Mary before, right? Mary. Yeah, I got I a saw... Nine. Okay. I got a uh, 24. Uh, Mary, oh. you, you can roll the deception if you want. 
Okay. Yeah, so you say that, and both Rain and Wilson, or Kyle and Tiffany, um, they're both they just going to kind of like... Real quick. They're me. just kind of still processing. Yeah, they're just going to kind of like raise an eyebrow at you, uh, and it's up to them if they want to actually say something. Uh, it's at this time, I'm imagining that Steora is pretty close to us now. She's in the huddle, right? Yeah, you're all there. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say, um, uh, Steora, I lied to you. My name is Wilson, and this is my sister, Jamie Lynn. It's going to dawn on me. <laughs> oh, we're all using, you guys are using it's fake it. names. <laughs> oh, is that is like your it? superhero name? <laughs> <laughs> understandable, understandable. Sounds very specific, Jamie Lynn. But my name really is Kyle, just for the record. <laughs> Specifically, her name. <laughs> I play what? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and then I go, and then I go on to say, I'm totally kidding. Her name is Wilson, and I'm Rain, um, and we are Rain Wilson, and. I look over to Mary, and I said... Now I second um, guess if they're telling the truth again. <laughs> uh, you, I mean, you can roll inside on them. But at this point, I don't even care. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Yeah. So I look over to Mary, and I say, um, we're not oh the Sword God. Coast. There's You're not from the Sword Coast? The internet. Uh... Are we in the Sword Coast? I don't, I don't know, uh, actually. Delcy, you would know that you are... The Dunes are in the region or the realm of Rivenforge, uh, and that it is about nine days travel from Hammerdon to Rivenforge, and it would be another seven to eight days from Rivenforge to Sword Coast. Okay. And I can see Wilson doing the math in his head right now. We're halfway. Um, <laughs> so I was saying, um, I don't, I don't know. In the Sword Coast, I know you're in the Dunes. That's what, uh, that's what, um, my 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 friends here said. The, the big guys, the big guys with the bags, they said we're in the Dunes. I'm going to trust them because they're really smart. You know who Kieran is. Karen. 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 Do you know this individual? I don't know any Karens. I'm sorry. Um, I believe Hugh mentioned that's who he who is employed. That's his boss. He said Karen. Kieran. 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 Um, doesn't ring a bell. It's no, I just know these guys from my youth. Yeah. Uh, we other friends, so. <laughs> yeah, roll insight versus deception. I checked that. <laughs> A 24 I'm again. I'm beginning not to buy anything she's selling here. Oh, 16 this time. That's better. Eight. <laughs> uh, yeah, you guys all, you're like, okay, she's fucking full of shit. <laughs> okay, um, Mary, uh, how about you stop being so elusive in your answerings we just were shipwrecked and about died can you help us or not Are you telling me that you died and came back to life i said we almost died obviously i am here 
<laughs> I'd say that'd be one hell of a hell of a thing, a magic trick. Although I could have died. And somehow nah, never mind. <laughs> one of the one of the guys gave you a mouth to mouth name. <laughs> Uh, no, when you, but when I you... did get sneezed on rather uh, pungently. When you say mouth to mouth, you'll see Lou like slinks down a little bit and starts to blush. <laughs> Do I uh, notice any identifying marks to differentiate the three half orcs? You do. Anything they're wearing? Um, the two that are there. Uh, both have two very large pronounced tusks uh, and they both have a gold band around one of the tusks. One of them is red. One of them is blue. Awesome. And from having met Hugh, I would have noticed that. I, I would hope maybe I didn't. I don't uh, know. Actually, yeah, because you did talk to Hugh. You would, you would have noticed that Hugh... While he did not have a gold band, uh, the tusk that would have had that gold band on it was broken off. Awesome. And I was like, I feel bad for whoever uh, this uh, young orc here was uh, next to. That's that's not that's not. Uh. <laughs> So what happens now, Mary? I mean, honestly, I think this is the first time I've seen um, survivors. <laughs> so you guys are pretty lucky. Um, but there's a town not far from here. I'm sure you could catch your bearings and figure out what to do from there, right? How I think, did you uh, get here? I think huh? we'll accompany you. Mary, as I say... <laughs> I'm just going to keep saying Mary with emphasis. You're writing yourself. <laughs> to hang out with me. Never had that before. Wait, Stiora had a very good question. Yeah. How did, uh, Mary, how did you get here? Are they all doing the finger quotations as they say Mary? Oh, yeah. They, they're not buying your shit anymore. <laughs> if that is your real name. A weird way of talking. <laughs> 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 Um, what were you asking? I'm sorry. How did you get here? Um, I walked. <laughs> I have my legs and they work really good. And Which direction did you come by? Can you I point? I don't remember because it was a very special way of walking. <laughs> <laughs> she is of no use to us. She's not giving us anything. I don't totally. like this. I am totally useless unless I trust the orcs, the half orcs, more than you. <laughs> As all that's happening, you guys are gonna hear Hugh just start to like kind of scream, just oh, uh, uh, and and start to like run back towards you guys. And the body that he had been going through is kind of slowly lurching towards you, just taking oh gosh, like half conscious steps. Um, arms hanging at the side. You can see that he's holding something in either hands, uh, but he looks bad. Like you guys he's look like on. you look like you've been through a shipwreck. He looks like he's been tortured, put through a shipwreck, and then chewed on by sharks. 
Uh, and he gets about five feet away from you. And then his eyes roll on the back of his head and he just collapses into the sand in front of you. Healing word. Okay. You cast healing word and he is stable. Do I do I notice Wilson Rain, uh, Rain Wilson casting this spell? Uh, <laughs> depends. What's the uh, element? It's verbal. So verbal. you probably heard him then. And then uh, I wait and notice that he is conscious again. Is <laughs> you said he's, is he conscious I, or he's, stable? He is. He's out. He's out. He's not getting back up right now. I'm just gonna. He's not gonna die. I'm okay. just gonna turn. And I was like, you know some magic. No. <laughs> and I was like, right. I was like, that's that's. I don't know that kind of magic. It's not my forte, but it's good that someone knows it. I'm going to go over to the guy and check him. Okay. Uh, roll investigation and perception. All right. Um, have, I, have I seen magic casters before? Uh, oh. You have in a very limited capacity. Okay. So this is gonna be interesting i got uh 19 on my investigation and what i thought was a two um but it's the natural 20 so oh shit. i got 21 okay so for the perception with the nat 20 you see that he has absolutely been chewed on by some kind of creature like he's got chunks of flesh missing um i'm just gonna silently like but turn my head and like try not to gag. <laughs> he's no longer actively bleeding from any of those wounds. Um, but knowing what you know of the arcane, um, after Wilson cast his spell, you would have expected these wounds to have closed. And instead of closing, they just stopped bleeding. Uh, but the hmm. wounds are still open. On your investigation, you notice that He's wearing very fine clothing, um, all imported silks. Uh, he's got clutched in one hand is a very fine single shot pistol. Uh, and his other hand is balled up in a fist clutching something. But you can't see what it's fairly small. Um, he's got shoulder length black hair. Uh, and he's got a goatee and a mustache, and he's wearing a couple of finer pieces of jewelry as well. But he looks like he's been uh, awash at sea for quite a bit longer than you four were. Oh. Can I do a perception check to just see if I see him taking any of this? If you see him what? I'm taking, like, looking through the body. Yeah, roll it. Uh, you know, you don't even need to roll it. Like, you guys are right here. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm not yeah. being discreet about anything. Okay, um, cool. I'm just going to relay. Um, it looks like the wounds stopped bleeding, but they didn't close. So this guy's eye is in some way worse shape than what we are. And I'm going to try to unfurl his hand that's clutching... Uh, a small thing that I can't tell what it is. Uh, roll a strength check with disadvantage. 
Oh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> Would I know why the wounds Eight. wouldn't be he uh, healing? Uh, roll... Roll a medicine check. So this, I rolled an eight, but I have a negative one, so that'd be a seven, sir. No matter how hard you try, he will not unclench his fist. That poor mm. man. I can help. I'm Go just going to get up and... Um, Sorry, you can roll it with advantage. Dirty 20. Dirty 20 on the medicine check? Yeah. Um, you are aware of certain certain kinds of magic that can cause the body to behave in that way where certain wounds might be super slow to heal or super fast to heal or may never heal but the body continues to function normally but you're not intimately familiar with it you're just aware that it exists I rolled uh, 17. Uh, it does not budge. The This this person well, has an absolute death clutch on both of these items. I could chop off his arm. That's just an option. Uh, I mean, that's that's his stuff. He seems pretty well kept on, on holding it. Yeah, um, that poor and I guy. can tell his jacket and just, you know, his, like, like, his clothes in his, in his jacket are, are of fine quality, so he must be someone of somewhat importance. He has money. Uh, as you're doing that, uh, Mary starts going through his pockets. Go ahead and roll investigation. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. And I'll say, oh, what a poor guy. Poor guy. Investigation. Uh, 13. 13. Uh, you find a couple of pieces of silver and you mm -hmm. find a skeleton key. Interesting. What'd you and find I there? Slide of hand to put that in my pocket. Oh, oh boy. Roll slide of hand versus uh, Kyle's perception. <laughs> oh, 17. 13. Uh, yeah, he's going to see you put something in your pocket. Interesting. Did you get... Or maybe he'd have some identification, but I didn't find any. Yeah, it's, you're just going to take the man's gold or whatever? <laughs> he only had two silver pieces, and honestly, I'll put them back if it bothers you. And she'll have the silver pieces in her once. I just kind of fully process in my mind. This doesn't make sense to me. Uh, you can roll insight versus <laughs> deception. I was like, I don't even know what I'm inciting, though, because yeah, it's the fact that she I know she took something, so she admits she has coins. It's the <laughs> fact that she wants to give the coins back that I don't understand. Yeah. Deflecting. It's deflecting on the coins only. Um, and I, I go, yes, put the money back. <laughs> okay. To put it back. <laughs> uh, so, um, go ahead, Stuart. Was was this guy on the ship? Uh, none of you recognize him from being on the ship. Okay, can I tell what made the wounds? 
Ooh, roll survival check. I want to look around while this is happening, see if I see anything suspicious. Roll it. Uh, 16. Okay. Um, yeah, having grown up in a village that was, you know, on the coast near water, you're you're pretty familiar with what shark bites look like. Um, that's okay. <laughs> like to you. There's no doubt in your mind that he's been chewed on by several smaller sharks. I rolled an eight. You rolled an eight to see just like yeah. what, what was going on around you. Just if there's anything in like coming up on the beach or anything behind us sneaking up on us. Um, you don't notice anything particular, but as you're looking around, you do notice that all three of the the triplets are also like doing the same thing. Like they're kind of peering down the beach, but they're all peering down the beach in the same direction. Just kind of like all moving their heads left to right to try to see around each other because they're all a little too dumb to just like take a step to the side. Um, I would like to detect magic. Okay. Uh, is that a roll? Um, nope. It, she can do it as a ritual, and okay. she doesn't have to. Do you mind reading that to me real quick? I should just pull up your mm. character sheet. That's fine. Uh, for the duration, I sense the presence of magic within 30 feet of me. Um, if you sense magic in this way, you can use your actions to see a faint aura around any visible creature or object in the area that bears magic. You learn at School of Magic, if any. Okay. Um, yeah, so within 30 feet of you, uh, literally every person in this small group has some sort of a faint aura around them. Um, does the person on the ground? Yes. <clears throat> um, is it anything in particular or like his whole area, his whole body is, or is it just like pinpointing certain areas or? Uh, with the spell, you'll notice that not only is his whole person's, uh, illuminated with an essence of magic, but the items in both of his hands seem to be, as well as one of the necklaces he's wearing. I don't know what she casts, but I'm like, huh, you can cast magic too. Uh, if, <laughs> if you want to try to further narrow down what kind of magic it might be, you can roll an arcana check. Okay. <laughs> We're just going to observe and see what she's doing. <laughs> I got a 19. <clears throat> Damn. Okay. Uh, so with a 19, your knowledge of medicine and arcana, you get the sense that this is not only is there some kind of a, a necromantic effect at play here, but it's also a much 
older ancient school that has long since been lost to time. I'm just going to go, what, what are you doing? Concentrating. <laughs> yes, I can see that. What, but what did you, but what did you do? He's just trying to block me out, and I was, I'm just like, I'm studying magic. I need to know. I need to figure things out. I can. I might even be able to help. I read a lot of books. Um. um. Uh, I'm gonna start. I guess taking off the items that I am pinpointing. Uh except for the one in the hand, because you guys had tried to get that one, but like the necklace and the other objects, I'm going to take them off. Uh, so the both hands are death-locked. They're not coming open. Um, and when you reach for the pendant around his neck, when you grab it, it feels like a 10,000-pound lead weight to you. Um... You, you try to lift it, and it's almost like it sinks further into the sand when you try to pick it up. And I need you to make a con save. Yeah. Ten? Ten. Yeah, you... As, as you feel the weight and you kind of drop it, your hand feels hot. Like, like searing hot. You didn't get a burn, but you, you get the sense that if you would have held on to it any longer, you, you would have burned your hand. I was like, are you all right? It burned. Well, that's not normal. That must be interesting. I'm going to sama and then mage hand that sucker and see if I can pick it up. My mage hand. Uh, interestingly enough, your mage hand does. Like, it picks it right up out of the sand. And I'm just going to bring it a little closer so I can kind of look and see any identification marks or anything. Uh, as you try to bring it closer, like, it's around his neck still, and it just kind of catches on his jawline, and it's just kind of there. <laughs> I'm just like you told me to put silver back but you're taking his necklace I'm not taking anything <laughs> something is not right here this is uh, a necklace shouldn't burn he somebody <laughs> no she was burned and I was like I let go of it and just well, dissipate my mansion it was just special for him and, and you know if somebody tries to steal it you get burned or something that's kind of cool. I'm gonna write that down. <laughs> I pull out. I pull out my uh, my book. Uh, is everything like drenched and wet still? Yeah, it's all still pretty pretty <laughs> soaked. And I'm like, oh. try to air out my my pages. I see him doing that. I also am going to pull out my journal to see if it's also soaked. Uh, yes. So when you pull out your journal, um, the 
exterior leather bound cover of it is mm-hmm. drenched in water. Um, but interestingly enough, when you flip the little latch on it and you open it, every page on the inside is bone dry. <gasps> Question. Okay. Can I it away. press a digitation, clean that sucker somehow? Uh, I think or you, just have to air I dry. think you can actually. Um, yeah, yeah, you can do it. Okay, I want to do it. Dry it out. Yeah, you wave yeah. your hand and say a couple words, and suddenly your book is good as new. Okay, I'm gonna start drawing down. I'm going to look to Burning Necklace Enchantment. <laughs> um, and I'm going to say, hey, do you see that all these all these guys are orcs, right? This Lou, Stu, and Hugh? They're half orcs. Oh, they're half orcs. Uh, do you see these half orcs? They're all pointing in the same direction. Isn't that weird? Yeah. That is weird. I'll go up and take a look. But before she goes, I'm, uh, before she goes, I'm like kind of stop her. I'm going to say, I, I think we're in trouble here. I, I think this is all, this isn't a good situation. Just be on the lookout. I'm gonna turn to Mary. I'm on the lookout. Mary, um, should, should we take this gentleman with us? Ah, uh, the 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 dead guy. That's uh, not dead. He's not. I mean, you know, he stays out here by himself. He probably will be. <laughs> That's why I suggest take him with us. And one of the big guys come take him? I mean, oh. I think they have very specific instructions. I mean, perhaps this guy is really wealthy and he'll reward us. I don't know. Or maybe he's dead and no one cares about him. Lou and Hugh are still looking down the beach, but as you guys are having this conversation, Stu is watching Delcy to find out if she's going to tell him to bring this guy or not. I mean, I'm going to say it's a lot of work, and that's probably not what they were supposed to do, right? I'm going to look at Stu and go like... <laughs> Uh, (laughs) Stu does not understand subtleties and (laughs) he's just gonna look right back at you and well the boss man told us to listen to you so whatever Miss Delcy (laughs) says oh Delcy nice to meet you Delcy yes hello you that's that's a nice (laughs) name uh, Stu's gonna like immediately when you say, Oh, Delcy, like he's gonna lunge backwards, like scared shitless, as if he's expecting to be hit. He better. Yeah, <laughs> 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 that's me. Yeah, are they pointing still in that area? Yeah. Uh, They're not pointing. They are looking, um, but they are starting to like, you notice the longer you guys just stand here in the open, that they're looking is like they're getting more and more anxious. 
Is this somewhere where uh, you're supposed to be? Is this is this not a good place to be at for a long time? I'm just as confused as you are. I mean, I know that this area probably isn't exactly safe, but um, I am confused about their body language. What is wrong with you? And <laughs> to them straight up, like, what? <laughs> like, to them just loud, what? Uh, all three of them are going to, like, jerk backwards like they're scared. Um, and they're going to kind of all take turns speaking, but they all sound exactly the same, you know? Uh, but it's, they're gonna, well, the boss man, Mr. Kieran, said that, that there was competition. Oh. I'm gonna do a scan. Roll perception. Oh, gosh. Competition. To, uh, 13. To salvage, huh? Uh, split I just 13, start tapping. You do see uh, a couple of figures off in the distance working their way towards you, but they're probably 150, 200 feet away currently. Uh, I call Wilson. I call Wilson. Okay. Say, there's, there's people heading towards us. Oh. Um, do you should do you think we should run? Are you guys asking me? <laughs> no, I'm asking. I'm talking to uh, Stuart right now. <clears throat> well, how bad do we want to get in a fight today? We just almost died, <laughs> so maybe we walk away. Uh, I'm going to cast a message to. Uh, uh, I don't know your real name now, Barry. Elfie. <laughs> <laughs> um, did he hear one of the? Yeah, I might not have heard it. Name? Yeah, Elfie. Uh, her real name is Delphie. Okay, I'm just gonna say, Mary. Do you know these people that are walking up on us? I'm going to point. <laughs> just keep calling her Mary. Oh, you know, uh, maybe there are the rescue crew. And she's gonna be backpedaling as she's saying this to a toward like away. <laughs> Probably like the rescue crew, maybe like the city watch. I'm just gonna something. follow her. I, I, I cast message to Rain and I say, "Fucking run!" And I grab Tiora and I go the same direction. I see uh, Mary backpedaling. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I go. I, I pull out my axes and then yes, I go with. Okay, uh, Kyle, are you following? Oh yeah, I'm. I, I kind of pick up she's heading a certain direction and I'm going to stay at least with her wherever she's going. Okay. Um, so you all... Are we going down... Are you going where? Down the beach or towards the tree line? So you're actually heading towards the actual dunes part of the beach. Um, there's a small pathway that cuts through the dunes that you would be heading towards. Uh, as you guys are all leaving there, uh, Stu, Lou, and Hugh are still standing around to that other body, and having not received any direction, you're, you're going to see them all kind of huddle around over the top of them, and they've all got their arms around each other's shoulders, the three of them over this body, and you'll see them like whispering to each other, 
And then one of them will look over their shoulder at you and then put his head back down and the whisper's more. And then another one pops his head up and looks at you. And they do that like four or five times where it's like whack-a-mole where one of their heads pops up and it goes down. And they keep waiting for so Delcy. One guy's body? Yeah. Uh, and they're waiting for Delcy to do or say something. But after they realize she's not going to, uh, you see Q pops another vial and a portal opens up and they just drag his body through the portal with them. Uh, and after Bastard. his feet are the last <laughs> thing to go through. Can we see this? Yes. And as you see his feet dragged through the portal, it goes away. She's going to say, hey, and then it's going to shut. Ah, uh, they're gone. Mary, what the fuck is going on right now? Was that a portal? Yeah. <laughs> is that how you got here? here? I, don't, I don't remember. <laughs> Do you have something to portal? Oh, no. I have nothing. We should oh. probably just be talking. It's You're also lost? Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not lost, but, you know, that sucks. <laughs> You've been here to the dunes before? Or... I mean, yeah, I said that I've been here before. Hey, do we need to run right now? Yeah. I'm not looking what? for any confrontation. We sh are, we, are, we, are we still running while this is happening? Here? Oh, yeah. I was, like, backpedaling in a very fast walk. <laughs> you can all roll perception. <laughs> perception? Yeah. yeah. Ten. Oh, four. Nine. I'm really worried. Dirty I'm, twenty. I'm not focused on that. Dirty twenty. Okay. The, dirty 20. the two dirty twenties. Uh, you guys, as you're entering that narrow passage that cuts through the dunes, and these dunes are like forty feet tall. They look like cliffs of sand. Um, you look back down the beach, and you see that the figures that were approaching are all wearing very fine, heavy armor, and the sun is glaring off their armor so bright it's almost blinding. Uh, and they're what you can only assume are some kind of a city watch or a guard. Uh, but they're now at a light jog heading your direction. So I take it they've probably seen us. Oh yeah, they've seen you. How, how many feet away are they? I just see shining stuff, and I know it's people. I don't know anything else because my hero. Uh, with crap. a dirty 20, you know that they're about, they've closed in to about 60 feet away from you. Okay. Uh, I'm going to cast a message on the just anyone I can see. I'm going to start running, okay. like in a sprint, dead <laughs> sprint to the path. Okay. Uh, so as you're starting to make this telepathic link with the the man in the front of the group, you notice that uh, Delcy's dead sprinting down this narrow path. I go, shit, and I run too. Yeah, I'm... <laughs> I make I mean, sure Rain's with me, though. Okay. I'm falling right after. <laughs> the front guard I'm just like, hears in his head, shit, <laughs> as you all run off. <laughs> 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 Do we not like your city? Oh, shoot. You can totally meet them. <laughs> I'm just, I at this point, I've right. learned to take the opposite of what she says. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
That's just funny. It probably would have been funny for you guys. Alright, so... We're like, well, why, why are we running? Yeah, do, is that what you're saying? I said, like, yeah, yeah, that'll be fine. Because, because I, I'll just say, I honestly don't know. <laughs> Should we stop? <laughs> I just talk them. We are survivors. <laughs> okay. How much do we stop. know about this? How much do we know about this, um... City Watch, do we know what city they are from? Would we know that? You four would not. Uh, Delcy would know that. Whether or not she div- diverges that information is up to her. <clears throat> she is probably a little bit ahead if you guys aren't running as fast as her. <laughs> oh, ice burn. <laughs> um, so... About as long as it takes you guys to have that conversation, you come out of the end of the narrow passage that's cutting through the dunes, uh, and in front of you, there's about another 60 feet of open grass area, uh, and then the canopy of an extremely dense jungle. Uh... I say to the group, because we're still ahead of them, I say, hide in the jungle really quick, and I'll cast me- I'll cast a message to them while we're hiding to see what's up. Sounds good. Are we go hide? Is the whole party on board with that? Yeah. I- I'm following whatever the- they are doing. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hide. No, At disadvantage, sure. though. Okay. Uh, <laughs> disadvantage. Yeah. So... Yeah, Wilson will roll disadvantage. You guys all roll stealth. Delcy, what are you going to do? I am uh, still running. Um, not trusting anything uh, with the city watch and whatnot. Um, cannot stop. Um, but mm-hmm. if I see the jungle, um, it's likely that I will uh, try to get as far in as possible and then maybe climb a tree or um, something like that. Okay. You... Specific, Delcy, you would know that this jungle is locally known as the Dark Canopy, mm-hmm. and that it is believed to be a cursed jungle because people tend not to come back. And that is why <laughs> Kieran has you guys use a portal to travel to and from the dunes so that you don't have to go through the Dark Canopy. Yeah, I'm just going to get maybe like a hundred feet in and then climb a tree and uh, curse myself and those triplets and um, (laughs) try to figure out what's going on. Okay, so you roll a dexterity check and the rest of you roll a stealth check. Is it? I rolled a five. Pitch dark in here. Uh, So not yet. I I rolled a nat one with a plus two, so I got a three. I, I must be huffing and puffing. Okay, so on that one for Kyle. Wilson, you rolled 12. a 12. 12. Siora, five. Five, uh, Rain was five. Six. And a yeah, six. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> we are awesome. Um, what did you roll, Delcy? 22. 22. Okay. So you guys, as you're breaking into the canopy, you see Delcy is like 20 feet ahead of you guys at this point. And you all watch as she does this crazy, like, as she's running, she kind of leaps with one foot and then pushes off a tree to her right with her other foot 
and then pushes off of another tree with her opposite foot. And she does this kind of stair steps between trees until she gets to about 40 feet up in the air. And then she just kind of like gently lands in on a branch that's almost like it was grown to be a seat for her. And the tree just I, softly catches her. And you're I all so that. mesmerized <laughs> that in, in my head, I go, she's done that before. <laughs> uh, you're also mesmerized that that you just are totally not paying attention to where you're going anymore. Um, Rain and Stiora, you both trip over the, the underbrush as it starts to get thicker. Uh, Kyle, you just ran straight into a tree. You haven't even made it into the canopy. Uh, and Wilson, you made it about 10 feet in and everybody in the immediate area can hear your armor clanging, but you've managed to duck down behind some very large undergrowth and they can all hear you, but none of them can actually see you right now. I feel like she's a bad influence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys see as from the same path you guys took through the dunes six guards uh, approach all wearing heavy armor with shields and long swords uh, and they they see you guys at the canopy at the edge of the canopy uh, but they stop and they stare at you for a minute um I'm going to uh, well, I'm, I'm not going in that creepy jungle, so I'm just going to stand here and kind of look back and forth and wait. I'm going to cast message at the, whoever seems to be like the closest one to me. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to say, who who are all of you? Okay. Um, you will hear. Because he can reply to message, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll see. I am Captain Afam of the Crown's Guard. Who are you? I am Sir Kyle of the Sea Wardens. I'm going to cast message again. Okay. And I'm going to say, uh, we were at sea and our ship was attacked. <clears throat> so you are passengers of the ship. That's, I'm casting message again. <laughs> That's correct. Do you know anything about the ship attack? Come out of the canopy, come closer, and we can talk. And you guys will notice that the guards are starting to slowly work their way across that open prairie. If I'm not what? next to the other group, I'm going to move next to them. Okay. <laughs> Uh, not to give away uh, Wilson's position. Shit. I'm going to attempt to give Rain a look like it's go time. And then I'm going to 
hold the so I'm gonna hold my action uh, the spell toll the dead on the guy I was talking to and I'm going to start slowly backing away and seeing what the rest of the group's doing what's the rest of the group doing do they have any type of sigil on their armor <clears throat> they do, do. Uh, roll perception can I look for that as well absolutely 10 17 uh okay so with a 10 you'll you can see that their shields do have some kind of a large emblem on it but you can't recognize it from the distance you're at right now um kyle you can key on on it that it looks like it is two wolf's heads with the their mouths open with a single crown over the top of both of the heads And they are still continuing to very slowly at half speed work their way through. And as they're getting closer, their shields are raising up to form almost a shield wall. And you've seen they've all drawn their long swords. I want to keep 30 feet away from them. Okay. I'm going to Um, stand my ground with my axes. Okay, so seeing that, seeing that uh, Siora is standing around and not moving back, I cast Toll the Dead on that first dude. Okay. Uh, you got to roll it, yeah? Or I have to roll it. Yeah. You have to roll a wisdom save of 13. Yep, yep, yep. All right. And that's an 11. Uh, So how much damage is it? It is no modifier. Seven points of damage. Oof. Uh, Psychic, yeah? Um, Or is it necrotic? Necrotic. I told the dead. Yeah, you're right. It is necrotic. Necrotic, okay. Yeah, so you guys see as... As you as they're approaching very slowly, cautiously, um, you guys still don't actually see Wilson, but you hear him utter a few words, and then you see the what you can all ascertain is the captain of this platoon. Um, he kind of drops to one knee and his shield wavers, and he reaches up and grabs his head. And as he does, you hear one of the other guards, it's the curse. And they all start to back up. Do we hear them? The guards yell, it's the curse? Yes. Um, do I see some brush to the side that I can like run to? You're right at the edge of the jungle. I don't want to go too far in, but if there's like a bush I can hide behind, I'm going to like scream and run behind it. <laughs> okay. Um, go, I'm going right. to just like hide behind a bush and just say, yes, the curse. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Kyle, roll stealth at disadvantage because you're screaming. Uh, yep. And Wilson, go ahead and roll performance with advantage because that's funny as shit. 
That'd be a six. Uh, yeah. yeah. 17. <laughs> Kyle, you scream and dive behind a, what you think is a bush. Uh, and then as you pop up, you what? realize that it was just like a leaf, leaf that had been rolling across the ground. And it's got, you're just uh, laying on the ground. Damn. When, when I hear uh, Wilson say that, I'm going to cast Sacred Flame on the ground in front of the soldiers. So then it reiterates the curse. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, Wilson, you, uh, you and your like most haunting voice you can do. Yes, the curse. <laughs> and like one of the obviously newer guards hears you and he immediately drops his shield and he's turned and is sprinting uh, back towards the dunes as AFAM uh, turns and yells, fall back in line. Uh, and they're all starting to like waver and they're, none of them are holding their shields up at the ready anymore. They're all kind of still working their way back towards the dunes. Uh, oh, and then the fire. Uh, when the sacred flame appears, all of them except for AFAM uh, turn and run back through the dunes toward the beach. AFAM stands at the entrance to the path uh, with his shield on his back and one sword in his hand. And he's just going to point it through the jungle at you. I saw your faces. And then he's going to turn around and go back. I'll cast, I'll cast message at him as he's like leaving the periphery as well. And I will say, and we too saw your faces. Uh, he doesn't seem phased by it. Good, because I'm bluffing. <laughs> hey, yo, mama. No. <laughs> Uh, so um, I'm gonna, I, go ahead. I'm gonna immediately turn around and run up to the the tree person and say, "Mary, what the fuck is going on? We have to get the fuck out of here." Who's I'm gonna Mary? get up and <laughs> brush myself off and and look like I knew what I was doing the whole time. Uh, <clears throat> did they say first? Did they say what? Cursed? Yeah, that was cursed. weird. Cursed. They did say cursed. Yes. yes, I heard curse. These jungles look pretty scary. We should probably get out of here. Do you know the way out of here, Mary? She's going to be laying on her back on the branch, just staring at the canopy that's probably black and just like, God, my life. <laughs> How can am I, I back? <laughs> can I chop it down? The tree she's in? Yeah, or the branch. <laughs> uh, roll for strength. Oh, I probably wouldn't know where she is, though. I would have to. I mean, she didn't. Like 40 feet up, okay. Yeah. She, What'd you say? She's only about 30 or 40 feet up, and she didn't stealth up there. She just went up there and chilled. You can probably see her leg, like, kind of, like, dangling, kind of like, kicking like a kid okay, as she's great. lying on the brakes. <laughs> Strength? Yep. Questioning her life choices. <laughs> that is... 
A 12. A 12. Uh, you walk up to the tree that she's in, and everybody can tell that you seem pretty angry. Uh, and you, with one of your hand axes, just take a whack at it. Uh, and the blade digs into the tree about a good four or five inches, uh, which is not much for this tree. This is probably six to seven foot and uh, diameter tree. I can keep going. Or you can come down and tell us about this forest. And who you are. Yeah, you keep whacking seawater, Sally. <laughs> All right, I will. <laughs> I'll whack again. <laughs> seawater right. makes you... Pam, <laughs> that's an eight. An eight. <laughs> Uh, you go to to swing again, but the first hand axe is stuck. You can't get it out. So you take the other hand axe and you go to swing at it and you just you like chip a piece of bark off. I will. Listen, we all need to work together. We're stuck on this island. There's some people out there. Uh, it's scary in here. I just, we're better together. Let's go. Well said, Rain. I don't know. She seems like she wants to kill people with her axes. People have done nothing to her. <laughs> I think she's just trying to get you down so we can talk. Like, Well, is this how you persuade people? You catch a lot more flies with honey than vinegar. Great. And by honey, I, I mean gold. Okay, well, we don't have that. <laughs> oh, we just need you to come down and we can all figure this out together. Yeah, because you stole our gold. I stole nothing off of your bodies, I'll, I'll say. Inside check. <laughs> uh, I mean, you can roll it. You can roll... Deception, if that's you a, want to. Uh, that's a thirteen. I, mean, I didn't steal any money. Yeah, I was I, you, <laughs> you get the sense that she's she's not lying. You, like the the three half orcs were clearly the uh, the henchmen in that situation. Uh, mm -hmm. You you don't get the sense that she was there to loot gold. Um, I'm going to say, uh, listen, could you please come down? We I think we need your help, and I think you need our help, because if this is if this place is cursed, and we almost drowned, we're not in a good spot. So I think I think it's going to be symbiotic if you come down. Thank yeah. you. Want to be in this jungle by yourself either? I put my hand axes away. Mm. See? Yeah, she'll sit up and she'll kind of like look down at you guys and be like, what do you have? <laughs> if you don't have gold, I mean, what do you have? We have the willingness to not die and we can help you not die. Yes. Uh, I mean, uh, how are you going to get back? Exactly. You're just going to stay up there all day and all night? Maybe. To four hours. <laughs> How do you know? You don't know what I'm capable of. <laughs> do you know I can climb that tree? I climbed this tree. 
<laughs> oh, that was very I'll say, impressive. I'll say, all right, everybody. I guess let's just keep going in the same direction. And I wave over to everyone, like, let's go. All right. I will follow with you guys. Okay, we're leaving now. It's super scary out here. Are you guys going into the jungle? Oh. <laughs> That's very scary. Exactly. That's why we need you, because we don't know where we're going, and we'll probably die. Oh my goodness gracious, who would just walk straight into a jungle? <laughs> you literally did that. Yeah, but like, not very far. So we're... Tree. Well, but then point is... Scary jungle or killer guards. Before we go in, I want to take note of where the sun is in the sky. Just so I kind of have a rough idea what time it is. Yeah, that'd be important to know, I'm sure. Uh, it's about one o'clock in the afternoon. It's just past noon. Fine, then. I don't think I do. Oh, because... No, because we almost drowned. Yeah. Nothing's better than sea water. <laughs> what? So, which point us in the right direction? If you're not going to come, which way should we go for the chances of the highest chances of survival? I was supposed to go back with the with the three idiots, the three stooges, and they left without me. But you've been here before, right? I mean. On occasion, but always with the Three Stooges. <laughs> always through a portal? Chris, does my character know that there's another way to get out of there? Uh, or is it just through the jungle? So you would know that in order to, to make it back to where you're trying to go, the most plausible option at this point would be cutting through the jungle. It would be yeah. about... <laughs> about a two-day trip if you don't get lost um you are aware that somewhere between where you're at and where you're going in the jungle is uh an old barracks um and you also know that if you were to try to go around the jungle to the south it would take you about two weeks and the south of the jungle is What's known as the wastelands, uh, and it is yeah. a very dangerous place to pass through. Well, um, <laughs> well, she's gonna climb down. Hey, and um, uh, muttering to herself, maybe and pacing as she's considering things, and um. Did you guys see if there was any other supplies that, that washed up? You guys, I don't know. I wasn't looking really. It's not what I was looking for. No, it must have been all the seawater. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll say it, it, it is noon. Do you know how long it takes to get back to the nearest settlement? Yeah, it takes a couple days. Oh. And we gotta go, I mean, the best way is straight through the jungle, and... Do you know what direction we're heading through the jungle? She, she would know that you, the dunes are the eastern coast, 
of Rivenforge, uh, and that you need to move west through the jungle to get back yeah. in the direction of the wolf spire. So, like, straight shot, if you're keeping the dunes right behind you and you head in the exact opposite direction, that's how you would run into it. And that'd be west? The dunes yes. are east? Excellent. Now I know which way north is. But it's not that easy. The jungle is dangerous. I mean, so that, you know, all those guys sweat armor, <laughs> you know? Yes, about that. Um, I notice it seems like they have a crown. Does that mean they are with some sort of authority? You want to go ask him? <laughs> I, I'm just asking you if they are. You can go ask them. <laughs> I don't I'm like the sound of that. To inform you of I just don't want to go through a jungle. <laughs> I'm going to like uh, kind of whisper to Rain, and I'm going to say, "What do you think? Uh, what are you thinking right now?" I don't think we did anything wrong, so I don't know why we're afraid of the guards, but I'll go through the jungle. Those guards just seemed like like extra pissy today or something. But we didn't do anything wrong. We didn't do anything wrong, that's right, but why is this Mary girl so afraid of the guards then? Because she's probably a bad person. Yeah, it's actually a really good point. They were robbing us. But, I mean, you know, maybe not like a bad person, but like, you know, bad. Well, Stiora seems capable. So maybe if shit hits the fan, I cast message to Stiora and maybe this wizard and we get the fuck out of here. Actually, the guards, you mean? Or like through the jungle? No, if we get through the jungle. Oh, but okay. that, you wouldn't know that because I'm saying it to her, but yeah. And as they're talking, I'll probably still be talking to Kyle and I'll say, honestly, you know, you guys uh, washed up on that shipwreck unless you're criminals. Um, I mean, I doubt that you would have any trouble, you know, with the guard or whatever. Um, first, you know, for all I know. Um, but yeah, I'm probably gonna just maybe walk in this direction as much as I don't want to. So. <laughs> we will follow you in that direction. I'm just gonna... I can guarantee your I safety. Mean, like, drag my hands over my face. You did make them mad, I think. We did yeah. make them mad. I mean, <sighs> they seemed angry. Your friends left you through a portal by yourself. Yeah. We upset the guards. I guess we're well, through you think about it? the jungle. I think the jungle. Yeah, I'm feeling the jungle. Dang. Okay, um, I'm on the lookout. And I have my crossbow out 
as we're going through the jungle. Okay. Um, question, Chris. Um, when we got washed up, did like uh, do I get my spell slot back from my mage armor? Oh, uh, I'm gonna say yes. You had a pretty a deep, pretty deep, pretty rest. deep sleep while you were <laughs> drifting. Okay, um, you were dying. So, um, you, go ahead. I'm gonna walk up to Jalcy and just say, "I'm sorry, I tried to cut you out of the tree. Um, are you doing okay? You seem very flustered that your friends left you behind." You know, I mean, I'm just, you know, I just really didn't want to travel through the jungle. That's all. And, and you know, I forgive you. It's fine. I understand. Stranger, you know. What's your name again? Oh, my name's Diora. It's nice to meet you. Yeah, it's nice to meet you, too. How do you spell that? She'll take out her little, she has a little book and she'll like, kind of scratch into it. <laughs> S-T-I-O-R-R-A. Oh, I love that. And you're quite good with those axes. Oh, thank you. You're quite good at climbing trees. Yeah, I'm not bad with these two daggers either, and she'll show that she's got daggers strapped to her belt. What else are you what else are you wearing? That's just me asking. Um I mean, you know, uh, her clothing um is probably a little bit um it's not uh, impoverished, so it's not. There's no suggestion that she's maybe uh, in poverty, um, but also her finery, you know, her buttoned jacket and stuff is a little bit kind of chewed up along the edges, and um, the buttons are dirty, you know, kind of like rubbed clean from the use of them and stuff. So uh, she might seem like maybe she. They were finery at one point, but not royalty or anything like that. Um, and she has a book and a, a calligraphy pen, a very nice one. And, um, you know, her uh, dual daggers, two daggers, and uh, just, you know, um, not a lot on her. But her satchel, which is what she was carrying scrolls in that she picked up off the beach, but... All right, well, we'll follow you. <laughs> All right. I don't want to walk. Traveling. Mm. I also want to be completely honest. I rain. <laughs> and that. <laughs> but it's rain with an E. Okay. Got it. Good to know. Was there a reason you and your... That's my brother. Brother were dishonest about your names? Um, yes, that was mostly my fault, and it's because I didn't trust you at first, but I totally trust you now. Oh, great. We were just told not to give out our names to strangers. To strangers. Who told you that? Our parents. Our parents. It's actually quite smart. <laughs> yeah, my dad never told me that. Stu was like offended. <laughs> me either. <laughs> I never, my dad never told me that. I sometimes just say, say things. Um. Anyway. Um. Just out of curiosity, uh, 
What's what's your character again, Mary? That's, I cannot remember it. <laughs> she's um she's a half elf. Um, hey, what's her name though? Uh, Delcy. 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 You don't have to keep <laughs> Her name's Delcy. And you can call her uh, Del or Delcy. Okay, I'll name? say Larkspur. I will say, uh, Delcy, um, just out of curiosity, how was your childhood? It was excellent. What do you mean? <clears throat> I mean, you say your parents didn't tell you about the dangers of arbitrary strangers, so I just didn't know if you had I a great one or somebody that well i grew up uh in the same place uh my whole life i've never left so but no i loved my father and i assume i loved my mother i'm sorry did you say that was an assumption yes i assume i love my mother (laughs) is that not something that would be definite is why would you assume that not always, obviously. <laughs> Interesting. Um, your father isn't Mr. Kareen or is Karen or what's his name? Is he? Karen? Kareen? Kareen? Kieran. Kieran. Um Kieran, no. Yes. Uh no, my father's dead. Oh, I'm he died not too long ago. Very sorry to hear that. Mm. That's why you don't ask people. Yes, I think you're right now, and I've learned my lesson. Um, you're really bad. Let's keep going. Uh, <laughs> I would like you all to make a quick perception check. Oh, good. Mm. <laughs> 14 for raid. 14 as well. 13. Perception, you said? 19! Uh, 18. (laughs) Okay. Um, As you guys are making your way through the jungle, you've been walking for (laughs) a few hours now, getting to know each other. And the first one to hear it is Delcy, because she's heard stories of the dark canopy and whether or not they're myths blown completely out of proportion or real threats, uh, what have you. But you'll start to hear uh, kind of a high-pitched squeak, chirping, uh, and not quite the, the flapping of bird's wings, but definitely not the humming of a bug. Uh, and it's growing louder and louder the farther into the jungle you get. Uh, and about five or ten minutes after you hear it, Siora, you'll start to hear it as well. Um, based on how you were raised and what your community was like, uh, you would know a lot about certain kinds of creatures and certain uh, stories, regardless of how far off the land was. Um, Your mother specifically would have told you stories about certain creatures. Um, The rest of you, 
you assume you're hearing birds, small birds flying around uh, in the canopy, but it doesn't sound like anything too suspicious. Uh, before we go any farther into the jungle, I need all of you to roll four d6s and drop the lowest. Okay, hang on. Four d6s. Get my d6 out. Shit. You said drop the lowest, like don't include it? Yep, 46s drop the lowest. Okay. All right. Oh, like these mini d6s. Yeah, 14. Good roll. All right, Kyle is a 14. Uh, what's Wilson? 13. 13 for rain. Rain's a 13 as well? Yep. 10. Who was that? Was that Stuart or Elsie? Stuart. Stuart. <laughs> And what about Delcy? 16. 16. Very nice. Hi. <clears throat> All right. So these are an extra ability score. It is an optional feat or an optional uh, rule that we're going to play with a little bit in this campaign. This is your sanity ability. Oh, gotta write this down. So keep track of that score. Um, I've got it written down as well. I need but a paper. This score will come into play a lot throughout the campaign, and it is every bit as fluid as your other scores. So your character can spiral into permanent madness or become an absolute rock in within the party. So once you've all gotten that written down, I need you all to roll a sanity check. I guess. Yeah. Uh, do we? Is it like a plus two modifier? It'll be a modifier. The modifiers will be the same as your regular abilities. Yep. Okay. Or, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Sorry. Six. Six for me. You rolled a six. Yeah. Four. Rolled a four. With a plus two. With a plus two. Okay. What's a What's a ten modifier? What's that? There's. It's a zero. A ten. Yeah. Oh, okay. Thank you. I got a 19. Um, Tiora got a 15. 15. Uh, dirty 20. Delcy? 11. 11. Okay. <clears throat> um, as you are working your way through the jungle, there's, you can tell there's kind of a path, like almost like it used to be a commonly used route. Um, and now it's overgrown with foliage and underbrush. 
um, hearing the sounds of the jungle and the constant humming and flapping of whatever the creatures flying around the canopy are. Um, most of you... Do I know what we are? Uh, specifically? You would need to roll me a survival check for that. Uh, for a guess. So survival check at disadvantage because you haven't seen them yet. Um, Kyle. As you descend farther into the darkness of the dark canopy, hearing all these sounds that you're unfamiliar with, you've you've grown extremely uneasy and your thoughts are starting to to become difficult to rein in. Uh, you've tried to, to speak words to the party a couple of times just to have small talk, but the words that come out of your mouth aren't syncing up with the words that are in your head. Uh, and you feel kangaroo cook. <laughs> <laughs> it's you're not speaking any um, okay. any kind of gibberish. It's okay. just that your sentences when when you speak, they they aren't coming out in the right order, if that makes sense. So your sentences, they're not making any sense to everybody. Gotcha. So I'm definitely jumbled up then. Oh, yeah. Nervous, scared. <laughs> I will. Rolled in 11 on that survival. Um, you recall your mother telling you uh, stories about a creature that resided in the canopies of very dense jungles that made this really obnoxious high-pitched chirping sounds uh, and that were larger than a bat, but lighter than a bat. But you can't quite put your finger on what it was. Okay. I'm going to tell them that it could be something like a bird, bat, larger than a bat, I heard stories. Is it dangerous in these stories you've heard? <laughs> Bats? Is it dangerous in the stories I've heard? I'm going to guess yes. Maybe? In large quantities, yes. I, as, as a precaution, when I hear that, I'm going to cast a major armor again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've, I've um, taken out my, my axes at this point. Okay. Um... Should we walk away from them? Is yeah. Is it, if I'm trying to pick up the sound while I'm talking to Stiora, but is it sound oh, like I it's like okay? Is does it sound like it's like an insurmountable amount of individuals? Is there a way to discern that? You can all roll another perception check. Okay, I'll take a listen to. Oh. 13. It's a six. 23. Seven. 23. Was anybody else over a 20? Yeah, 22. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, Delcy and Stiora, you guys are like actively looking now. Having been the first ones to hear it, as you've been walking, you guys have been kind of glancing up into the canopy. Uh, wondering if you could catch a glimpse at something. 
And you both at the same time see a small creature that is kind of a little bit larger than a parrot, but its wings are very fleshy and more bat-like. It has uh, four legs in addition to its wings. It's got a short tail, a fuzzy head, uh, and instead of having a beak, it has a rather long proboscis. Uh, and now that you've got eyes on it, you both recognize Delcy from local stories and Stiora from stories from your mother that you guys are currently walking below a flock of Sturges. Can we try to stealth? Can I tell everybody to be quiet? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm going to try. I'm going to try to hide in like a bush with disadvantage because my armor. Roll it. Yes. What are these? Let's hide. Uh, sturge. It's a sturge. Sturge. S-T-I-R-G-E. It's a fish. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a flying sturgeon. Flying sturgeon. <laughs> flying sturgeon. Uh, okay. I'd be terrified. <laughs> it's basically... Oh, it's basically a giant mosquito. Oh, oh, oh. God damn it, dude. Oh, oh crap. That's going to be a... We are in Jumanji. We're in Jumanji. <laughs> Yeah. Oh no. Everybody look for Robin Williams. <laughs> I rolled a five for self. Mine's a two. I rolled an eight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have a <laughs> seventeen. God. Oh my god. That is like not a good stealth for a rogue. It's thirteen. So the only one over a 15 was Stiora with a 17. Yeah. So. Just flanking behind me. Yeah, you all kind of, you kind of slow down and you're trying to walk a little bit more quietly. Uh, and you're all also like focused on trying to look up because Stiora and Delcy relayed to you what they saw, right? Um, and now you're all curious. Like none of you guys are from Rivenforge. Hey. Uh, so you want to see what these creatures look like. Uh, well, Stiora has been no, has managed to get ahead of the group. Uh, Wilson and his heavy armor had rolled his ankle a little bit and tripped. And the rest of you just kind of cartoon like tripped over the top of each other after he tripped. And you have now made a huge amount of noise and you're all just kind of trying to regain your balance as all the sound in the jungle has gone completely silent. Uh, yeah. Us <laughs> yeah. is just like when the music stops and you're still singing. I, I'm going to, so the way sac sacred flame reads is a flame like radiance descends on a creature within range. I want to sacred flame 60 feet in the direction to our east to get the heat off of us. Maybe they can see something over in the distance. Okay. Uh, go for it. And I'm going to roll. Do you want me to just roll a deception, deception. check? 
you, you can if you want. I'm going to roll a perception for them on whether or not they take the bait. That's a three. Um, they rolled a 14. Okay. <laughs> so, again, it's still dead quiet. Like, every sound in the entire canopy has ceased. Um, <laughs> the motion to my lips, the quiet. You guys see as... Or I'll just, like, stand at the ready. You guys see as I, uh, that, like, that, we made that noise, it got quiet, and then I cast that spell over there, and there was a look on my face like, well, that did not work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna slip the cover off my blade and <laughs> get ready. All right. Ready for attack. I, I'm gonna prepare, uh, use my reaction to cast uh, a cantrip at something that flies to me if it happens. Okay, so you're gonna hold your action in case you get attacked. Yep. Okay. Would anybody else like to do anything yeah. at the moment? Me too. I'm holding my action. Holding your action. And I'm holding my action too. <laughs> Everybody is, uh, is holding their action. Ready. Okay, so hear me out. She's gonna have a dagger out for having, you know, hack it through, you know, heavy foliage. So she had one of them pulled out already. But I think that she will probably try to set fire to something. <laughs> Okay. Um, so she's got some tender twigs. And um, do you need Delcy's help? gonna... Huh? Say, do you need help with that? When in doubt, you set fire to things. That's what my dad said. I have fire. Do you need it? <laughs> I have fire. I'm gonna set things on fire now. <laughs> do it. <laughs> so if you do it like really slowly, like, I'm gonna set things on fire now. <laughs> Like, <laughs> uh, roll a survival check for starting your fire. <laughs> oh, natural 20? Uh, natural 20 plus survival would be 22. A 20. You fucking nat 20 that. Okay. Uh, That's yeah. You, you gather up a couple of sticks and, like, it's been raining for the last several hours as you've been walking through here. But you managed to find a couple of a uh, couple of pieces of dry tender and like kind of just off the path that doesn't really exist there because it's all underbrush. You light that tender and like instantly whoosh, uh, just becomes a huge bonfire rolling up one tree, spreading from the, the top of the one tree into two more trees. And you're just watching as the fire had started at the base of the tree, climbed up, and now it's spreading from canopy to canopy at the top, almost creating a ceiling of fire. Um, oh, shit. Do we, see, do we see the creatures? Uh, roll perception. Are they reacting? Yeah. Okay. Everybody? Yes. Oh, that's it. Nope. <laughs> hey, there we go. 19. There's dirt in my eye. Dirty 20 for raid. 11. Uh, yeah, you guys will notice that as the fire 
starts to consume the tops of the canopies. Um, they're falling silently out of the fire, and then just a few feet before they hit the ground, this is like an 80-foot drop, um, they open their wings, and they are now beelining straight for you. There are seven Sturges. Go ahead and roll initiative. Oh, no. Have one good roll. Do we, <gasps> if we were holding an action, do we get to throw it? Ooh. Uh, yeah. Or, uh, 15. Uh. 13. Okay, hang on here. Does a 22 hit? Yes. Roll I hurl a flame uh, firebolt from my hand. Nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. As you said, a solid nine fire damage on that 10 roll. Ooh, nice. Uh, yeah. As you see him falling out of the tree, you see one and you time it just right. As he opens up his wings to level out, it's like the perfect moment. You launch your firebolt and just. Oof. Uh, direct hit and you watch as the fleshy wings just disintegrate and it falls the rest of the way to the ground. Nice. Uh, I was also holding an action. Is there one within uh, melee range? Not yet. Uh, what was everybody's okay. nephew rolls? 15. <laughs> Kyle was 15. Wilson? One. <laughs> Rain? Uh, 13. Stiora? Uh, 13. And Delcy? Seven. <laughs> Rain and Stiora. Who's got a higher dex? Uh, I'm zero. Plus two. Yeah, you go. Okay. <clears throat> All right, so <clears throat> it will be Kyle, top of the order. I'll give you your ready to action was a free action. Well, I'm going to eye another one and hurl another firebolt. Roll a hit. Oh! <clears throat> uh, 17? That hits. Uh, three damage this time. Uh, again, you stick your palm out and a small little flame bolt flies out and again, direct hit and it just disintegrates into black dust in midair as it's flying straight at you. Oh, way to go. Good job. Yeah, I'm Kyle. <laughs> uh, Stiora, there are now five, and they're about 25 feet away. Okay, I will in the air. Or can I run up to one? They're they're flying about chest level, so you can run up okay, to one. Okay, great. I will, I will run up to one, okay. and my speed is 30 feet. Okay. And then I will strike it with my axe. Roll hit. Oh. Um, that would be an um 
I can do math. Eleven. <laughs> uh, you run up and you go to swing one of your hand axes at it, but even though it's the size of roughly a parrot, it's still a pretty small target and pretty agile. So you swing and you just miss. Bummer. Um, uh, okay. I think that's it. I don't get to do two, right? That's not yet. Uh, not yet. Yeah. You do have a bonus action still, though. If you have anything, you can do on your bonus action. You had um, two axes? I do. Can I hit again with... So, you can still do two weapon fighting. You just don't okay. get your proficiency bonus added to your second okay. attack. Got it. Okay, then I will hit it again. Roll it. <laughs> nope. <laughs> That'd be a nine. <laughs> yeah. So you run up to it, and you take two swings, and you just miss both times. It's not an easy target. I'm having a rough day. <laughs> um, rain. Just do sacred flame towards one that's close. Sacred flame. Okay. It's a dex, uh, twelve save. DC twelve save. All right. Oh. Uh, that's a nat one. Holy shit. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, how do you want to do Sacred Flame? Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Um, like, what does it look like? Yeah. Oh. How do you cast uh, it? What's it look like? Okay. I definitely do more, like, fluid-type motion, um, instead of more, you know, so it'd be more like a fluid-type motion, and it'd be a blue flame that would come out. Okay. So you do your waterbender-esque movements... And as you extend your palms in the direction of the Sturge, uh, one of them just ignites in a blue flame right in Stiora's face. And just as quickly as the blue flame appeared, it disappears, and there's no longer a Sturge in front of her. Want to do anything else? Uh, no? No. All right. Next is Elsie. Nope, sorry. There's a Sturge first, and then Delcy. Uh, all right. So since Stiora ran up and is the closest, this Sturge is going to try to latch on. Mm, he's plus five to hit. Does a nine hit? No. No? All right. Yeah, you watched the one went up in blue flame and disappeared, and as soon as that flame went away, a second one flew up, and you just managed to dodge your head out of the way before it landed on your face. Delcy, your turn. Okay. Um, so is there one within 30 feet? Uh, yeah, I'd say that you're probably right at 30 feet right now. Okay. Um, so she would um, move up to the one closest to her within range and um, then do her two-weapon fighting sort of thing, um, slashing with one um, dagger first. It is 21 to hit. That hits. 
Okay, I'm going to do the second one just real quick to see. Um, well, let's see here. Does, uh, does 12, the second 12 hit? 12 misses. Okay. So I'll just roll damage for the one then. Second. Don't say I'm still learning how to use these. <laughs> Three plus. So five. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, you run up. Uh, you run just like five feet fat, uh, five feet past where Stiora is at, and you swing down once, and your dagger goes right through the top spine of the sturge, uh, and just kind of kabobs it on your dagger, and then you go to swing at another one with your other dagger, and just can't quite reach it. Okay, that'll be it. <laughs> All right, next is two more Sturges. Uh, they will, one will go after Stiora and one will go after Delcy, since you are both right there. So the first one is going after Stiora. That's a 14, nope, that's a 19 to hit. Does 19 hit? Oh, yes. yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> you will take five points of piercing damage. And the Sturge is now attached to you. At the start of each of its turns, it can hit you for another 1d4 plus three hit points due to blood loss. Mm. That's we're fucked around, everybody. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, the second one going after Delcy does a 23 Ew. hit. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. Oh, no. It's totally done. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that'll be four points of piercing damage, and it is attached to you. Oh, no. Dude. And then it is Wilson's turn. I spell dumped all my spells for bullshit. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, so uh, first things first is I am going to... Well, whatever creature has damage, I'm going to attack that one. Uh, the three that are left alive have not... A, none of them have been hit yet. Ah, all the ones okay, that have fine. been hit were all insta-killed. Okay, uh, Toll the Dead on the right one. <laughs> uh, no, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Toll, no, Toll the Dead on the one that's currently on uh, Stiora. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. What's the save? Or is it a roll? Third, uh, no, no, it is the save. Wisdom 13. Okay. <clears throat> that is, uh, well, that's a three. So it's going to fail. Yeah. That's four points of necrotic damage. Cool. What do you want that to look or sound like? Um, so anyone who's looking at me, I just move my hands um, kind of like one palm open and the other palm like slingshots. And you just see a dark energy form around the aura of the surgeon and it, it starts to wilt. Uh, and it does. It 
it wilts almost like uh, like a flower that's been out in the sun with no water, but sped oh. up times a thousand. It just kind of folds into itself until it's like some really gross rolled up beef jerky and then drops to the ground dead. <laughs> Ugh, I just back oh, up. No, I'm going. I'm going to move up as close as I can to Stiora, okay. um, and just try to. I'm going to try to stay within like melee or touching range. Okay. Yeah, you can get up within five feet of Stiora, which would put you about ten feet away from Delcy and about twenty okay. feet away from Kyle and Rain currently. Okay, um, that's my turn. That brings us back up to Kyle. Okay. Um, <coughs> I saw what's going on here and I'm going to run up to get into a position to try to fireball the one off of uh, Delcy. Okay. Roll to hit. Oh yeah. It's a uh, 24. 24 all hit. Roll the damage. Where you at? Where you at? Five. Fire damage. Don't uh, move. <laughs> Blast. Uh, yeah, Delcy's like swatting at this uh, parrot-sized mosquito latched to her shoulder. Yeah. As as she's swatting at it, she just sees. Here's the, and then it just poof goes up in a small flame and falls off of her shoulder dead. Uh, and yeah, all she sees after it's gone is Kyle standing about 25 feet away with one palm out open towards her. I should have learned magic. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move closer to the group if I can. Yeah. Uh, and try to get like a back-to-back kind of a stance going on. Okay. Pinning down this last however many we have left. Uh, that brings us to Stiora. There is one left. It is right behind you. All right, I will take my axe and spin and try to hit it. Roll I it. Duck. <laughs> <laughs> <What do you laughs> <think? laughs> That's a good, a good point. He ducks. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was another terrible roll. Surprise, surprise. Uh, that's only a thumb. seven. <laughs> yeah, seven misses. You can roll your offhand. All right. Oh, that's a natural one. Oh, <laughs> no. Bad thing. <laughs> Sometimes that means extra bad things. Yeah. Roll. I'm like right behind her. She roll roll a d20. Me. Roll a d20. And let me know if it's evens or odds. Okay. Rain's like, no. <laughs> Odd. Odd. Uh, yeah, you... <laughs> So Wilson ducks just in time as you miss oh, and God. your hand axe woof, 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 flies out of your hands and sticks into the tree behind uh, over by where rain was standing before. I don't know what's up with me today. <laughs> Are you trying to kill me? <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Insight check. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe you. All right, Rain, that brings us to you. There's still just the one left? Just the one left. Um, 
How close is it? Uh, from where you're at, it's about 20 feet. All right. Um, I'm just gonna walk up and I'm gonna stab it. I'll stab it. All right, roll the hit. Fifteen. Fifteen hits. Uh, four damage. <laughs> four is just enough to kill it. Uh, so after everybody's missed this this one, like four or five <laughs> times, Rain just like marches straight up to it like a pissed off mom and just sticks it. And one quick jab. Nice little twirl and then... <laughs> That's how it's done. What, what time of day is it? Uh, it's now <laughs> approaching evening. It's about, call it 5.30 or 6 o'clock in the evening. Is the forest still burning around us? Yes. <laughs> the canopy above you is currently on fire. We just have like falling, flaming debris yeah it's actually surprisingly <laughs> contained though it spread to about eight to ten treetops and then just stopped where it was at mm. it'll probably go out by itself um sh should we like find a place to rest does anybody need rest i could maybe use some rest not gonna lie um you need healing yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I, yeah, that that would be nice. Let me rest, and I can heal you. I can heal. Or I'm good. Are you good? I, I'm not good. I'm good. I, was, I spell dumped. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys oh, want? Yeah, I mean, it's just a flesh wound, uh, but I'm good with resting for a good hour. Thing under this flaming canopy. Maybe not. Are we directly at you. Yeah. <laughs> We can move out of the canopy. Just a little bit. Okay. Um, are we trying to like take a long rest or a short rest? Uh, short. Um, what? How much time do we have left in the day, Chris? Um, it's, it's about six o'clock. It'll start to get pretty dark uh, within the canopy in about two two and a half hours. Do we want to keep going for a little bit longer and then stop? Mm. Yeah, yeah. If you can heal, I guess we could. <laughs> I can. Is this something like use I healing. can use the second wind for? Yep, you get ten HP. Okay. Yeah, you can do second wind. Um, and then I can. I can't remember what it is for a fighter, but it's. I think it's. You can regain up to ten HP as a bonus action or something. Yeah, it's one D ten plus one. Oh, okay. So then, then, then I can do that. We're good. Yeah, does anybody else need heals? I do. I could use some heals. Okay, okay so you're going to heal Siora? Yep. Okay. Oh, Siora's got it. I'm going to get... Um, I'm good. Okay. Okay. Other than needing spells, I'm... I... We'll go ahead and kill you. And four... Mm-hmm. 
uh, seven points. Oh, I feel exponentially better, like better than I was before, honestly. Okay. So you guys take a minute to patch yourselves up after you're running with a small group of Sturge. Um, you decide you want to move forward a little bit longer since you know that you've only got a few hours of light left. Uh, yes. Yeah. I want you all to make survival checks to see how far you can make it and the amount of time you got left. Okay. Oh, geez, Louise. <laughs> Three. Hey! Oof. And. <laughs> 21. I heard a 21. Yeah, from me, Raid. Okay. Um. I heard a 21, a 3, a 10. A 10. Delcy got 13. 10 and a 13. Okay. Overall, not not bad. Um, so you guys walk for about another hour and a half. Um, as you get farther into the jungle, um, you, you have that sense of unease because it is getting darker and you have just been attacked by a swarm of ultimately giant mosquitoes. Um, so you've been you've been anxious and you feel very uneasy and you're looking for somewhere to set up camp for the night. Um, I need. Um, can, I look? can you what? Look. Yeah, I was just going to say, I need Stuora and Delcy to make perception checks. Fourteen for Delcy. I didn't hear you. I'm going to have to close my dice. <laughs> I got an eight. Eight? Okay. <laughs> um, oh, so you guys don't actually see anything. It's still you're still pretty much in the thick of the jungle. But Delcy, you know that you're probably about 30 minutes away from where the old barracks should be. Okay. Guys, we're probably like 30 minutes away from where the old barracks should be. And that's a safe place to sleep? I don't know. Probably better okay. than out in the open. It's shelter. Yes, uh, enclosed shelter would be nice. Yeah. A long rest would also be nice. Okay, let's do that. Mm -hmm. Alright, so you guys are proceeding forward with the intent of finding the old barracks and crashing there for the night. I need everybody mm -hmm. to roll me a perception check. Yeah. I am bushed because I got... Four. Seventeen. <laughs> Fifteen. Fourteen. Twelve. I'm desperately looking for a happy place shelter. Okay. I'm so tired. Everybody, what does that mean? <laughs> everybody who rolled. It means I'm scared. <laughs> oh, okay. Everybody who rolled over a 15. Uh, you guys all here. A uh, kind of whoosh, whoosh, 
whooshing sounds, and then dirt splatter. And then about three or four seconds goes by, and a whooshing sound, and a dirt splatter. Uh, and you guys recognize this as the sounds of arrows flying past your head. Oh. God. Dirt but splatter? You did not see where they came from. You just know that there are arrows flying in your direction and hitting the ground right behind you. Fuck, hide, hide, hide. Hidey. Mm-hmm. Hiding. I say, Delcy, what the fuck are you... What's going on? I said I didn't know. <sighs> Very true. Uh, perception, investigation check. I just want to know what the fuck. Do I see where they're coming from? Uh, roll investigation. Take cover. That is a natural one. No, I'm just <laughs> hiding. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, I'm scared. <laughs> uh, first it was flying, blood sucking things. Now it, people are shooting at us. <laughs> uh, all you guys go ahead and roll stealth if you're trying to hide. Oh. Uh, Wilson, as as you poke your head out from behind a tree to try and see where the arrows are coming from, you hear as you take one point of piercing damage as an arrow finds its way just below your ribs. Uh, awesome. This is awesome. Uh, I take it. I'm like, ah, we we need to attack now. Three. I got an eleven. <laughs> So I got a five. Hey, 22. Who got a 22? Stiora. Dang. Okay. So you are killing it. Stiora just vanishes into some brush off to the side. But the rest of you are struggling to find somewhere good to hide. As you hear two more. I'm going to start pleading. Please stop. Don't shoot. We're lost. Beats okay. screaming and hiding in the bush. <laughs> uh, you'll there will be a couple of seconds with no more arrows, and then you hear, "What's your business at Easterly Keep?" You say Easterly Keep? Yep. Uh, I say, Del, you know to, these people? Yeah, where are we trying to get to, Delphi? Oh, just some barracks, you know. Delcy uh, uh, passage through. I don't know. Delcy, you would know that Easterly Keep is the name of the old barracks. But that's the old barracks. So yeah, I didn't even know people live there, man. Unless we, I did know. That. We are looking for passage through the jungle. Can you help us? Why you be in the jungle? We got stranded. I correct. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Shipwrecked, you say? Parlay. Parlay. <laughs> that works. Uh, roll, roll perception again. I'm invoking Tremonocta. <laughs> <laughs> Can we see the figures now on the barracks? <laughs> Not yet. Um, roll another perception check. Everybody? Whoever is looking for where the arrow came from. Uh, I'll take a look out now. Six. 
Oh, uh, that's not good. I heard Five. a I heard a twenty-two. Yep, that was me. Okay. Yay! So you do see as you peer through the jungle that the trees lighten up a little bit. They kind of spread out about fifty feet ahead of you, and you can see what's left of the ruins of an old guard tower directly ahead of you. Uh, and then about 60 feet to the south of that guard tower, you see what looks like an old mage tower. Uh, and beyond that, you can see additional buildings, but from where you're at, you can't make it what they are. Okay, I'm just going to yell, can you offer assistance to us or should we just leave quietly? That depends on what your business is at Easterly Keep. Uh, mostly just waiting, shelter, anything. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what brings you through my dark canopy? Ooh. Well, we were, we were trying running. to get to. Where are we trying to get to? The other side? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're trying to get to the other side. <laughs> you said you're running. No. I mean, yeah, kind of. There's bugs in here, but... You giant blood suckers. Yeah. Uh, the Sturge. Yeah. We killed them. Yes. I would hope. They're... Kind of little pussies. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> totally. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't hard at all. <laughs> <laughs> what be your oh. names? Oh. <laughs> um, we are. We are the the shipwreck crew. <laughs> Shipwreck, eh? What was the name of your ship? Uh, you, you recall the name? You never told us. Mayflower. Uh, you would have all known that the ship that you were on was the grandest ship in all of Hammerdon, uh, and it was known as the Slepnir. Slepnir? He said slut. <laughs> Slepnir. S L E P N I R. It's the what? <laughs> the ship <laughs> this ship I is mean, a like, slut. This woman it's like ship. <laughs> it had so many semen on it. <laughs> oh. Um, this is the Slepnir that we were on. Was that a question or a statement? <laughs> It was a statement. Are you familiar with this grandiose ship of epic importance? Uh, he'll kind of... You'll notice from the guard tower, the ruined out guard tower, you'll see a figure stick his head out from behind the wall and be like, The Slepnir sank. Again, we were shipwrecked. <laughs> he's, he'll, uh... Yep. He's going to kind of rub his forehead and pace back and forth for a minute, and you'll hear him kind of muttering to himself, but you can't imagine what he's saying from how far away you are. And he's going to stop, 
And he's going to turn and look to his side as if there's somebody there. And he's going to kind of converse for a second. And then he's going to look back out to you and be like, it's getting dark. It's dangerous. And this can't be yes. when it's dark. Yes. Go ahead and come on in. You can make camp in, in the old chow hall. Thank Much you. Much appreciated. Thank you. You know, I was really worried. I kind of die out here. I start walking. <laughs> okay, very I, slowly. I come out too. <laughs> so you guys all approach. As you walk past, you can see the space between the guard tower and the mage tower. You can tell that there used to be a stone wall here, um, but it's all mostly knocked over. There's vines growing all over everything. This stuff is old and it has been wrecked uh, as you walk through the space is much more open inside um, you can see the old barracks there's a chow hall with a windmill beside it and some grain storage uh, and like a small infirmary and then off to the far end uh, there's a cemetery and all of it looks completely uncounts it's ruins um, there's holes and all the roofs, everything's collapsing on itself, but there's enough here for you to make shelter for a night. And the one individual will walk out and approach you from the tower and he's wearing some really rattered, tattered clothing. Um, that looks like maybe it's a combination of what used to be a naval officer's uniform with a lot of just like hodgepodge make do with what you've got here and there to complement it. Are you the leader of this outfit? Hi. My name is Heathcliff. Heathcliff, uh, it's very nice to meet you. Uh, my name is Wilson, and these are some of my friends here. Um, Introduce myself. <laughs> um, so what is the cost of us staying here? Do, is it okay if we stay here? What's the, We're not really familiar with this area, so could you give us the lowdown? Hey, no cost to stay. Just don't cause any trouble. Uh, and put in a good word for me when you get through to the city. Uh, what kind of information is it you're looking for? Uh, where we are, we were headed to the Sword Coast. I don't know where we are now. Uh, he'll just kind of... None of you are from here, eh? Nope. 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 Well, as I said, you're currently at Easterly Keep. Uh which is was once the most formidable outpost of the Empire of Rivenforge. What happened to it? To Rivenforge or the Keep? No, the Easterly Keep. It used to be really dope, but now it's not. What happened to it? Uh, it was besieged uh, during a, a great war several years ago. 
Interesting. I think it looks great. Yep. You said, do you think it looks great? Yeah. Uh, He's going to smile, and you'll see his teeth. He's got like five or six missing teeth, and the teeth are are all yellow and blackened. Uh Well, thank you. I work hard every night to try to restore the buildings. And he'll kind of like gesture towards the tower that has like one entire side of it is missing. You see, this is my masterpiece. Great job. I think he drinks a lot of seawater. Go ahead. I was going to say to this uh, gentleman, could you show us to, to the room then? Is that we all, we kind of need to rest. The forest was uh, harsh, to say the least. I'd be tough going through the canopy. Uh, take your pick. The large building over to the north is the old barracks. There might still be some beds. I haven't had the chance to restore that one properly. Uh, or you could bunk up in the old chow hall with me, and he's going to grin with his gnarly-looking teeth. You say chow hall? Is there food? <laughs> uh, only the rations in my bag. Oh. There's no fruit, berries, or anything that's out in this jungle? Uh, you don't want to eat anything from this jungle. Oh. I'm making a note. That's <laughs> Next to the blood-sucking sturges, I'm writing, don't eat anything in this jungle. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to start walking to the whatever room he's not not the non-chow hall area to the barracks I'll I'll follow suit (laughs) okay you guys uh, you walk it's about maybe 60 feet from where you're currently at walking through uh, mostly open space you walk past an old beat up cemetery and find right next to it is a long haul uh, barracks Um, there's no door on one side and the door is off of its hinges on the other side of what used to be a double door. Uh, when you go through, it is a big open bay style barracks. There's a bunch of old wooden bed frames, but there's only about three functional mattresses that are in there. Uh, but there is, you know, piles of old linens and things that you could make a soft surface out of if you wanted. Um, Miss- and they immediately walk toward one of the beds. Okay. I'll I'll take some of the linen and I will make myself a dog bed with it. Okay. So I'm getting on the floor as okay. well. I feel like maybe we should sleep in shifts. Oh. Yeah. Um, I'll Just take first shift. Block the doors with the bed frames. I, I can take the second shift. I'll take third. I guess if we're going to our shifts, can I say I, I wanted to do something before I went to bed? So, yeah, um, I've got three people volunteered to take watch through the night. First, Wilson, then Kyle, then Delcy. Uh, and mm-hmm. then Stuara and Wilson have volunteered to sleep on the floor. Uh, you guys slowly kind of get settled in for the night. Wilson, is there anything it- new in this room? 
right now. It's it's a pretty empty room. You notice that there are a couple of big holes in the roof. Um, so if you're not under part of the roof that is there, you're going to be exposed to the elements. And then there are several smaller holes uh, throughout the floor and the walls, but it's mostly empty. I would have made sure I was not underneath a hole. <laughs> Wilson, what would you like to do? Okay, so during my first watch, um, I am going to hold on to my amulet and I'm going to pour out some water and I'm going to wipe it over my head, kind of like a Simba action. Um, so are, are you are you laying like close to me in any way on the ground or are you just laying, laying on the ground somewhere? Probably in a corner. So I don't know okay. where you are. Okay. Um, I guess I'm trying to be as quiet as possible, but I'm going to hold on to my amulet and I'm going to say, um, Eldath, it's been a while since we've spoken. One week since you looked at me. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's been a while since we've spoken, and I apologize for that. I haven't felt a connection to you since I disgraced my family. But I'm ready to reconnect. And then I uh, just look at around the room really quick, and I, I don't go to sleep, but I kind of lay down on alert when that's it. Okay. Um, as you say that, you get a warming sensation over your body. Uh, and you feel calm and comfortable where you're at. Uh, go ahead and roll me okay. your perception check for your watch. Five. Oh my god. You sit there just happy not to be in the fucking woods anymore. That prayed so goddamn hard. I'm sorry. <laughs> um... <laughs> <clears throat> While you're sleeping, though, Stiora. Okay. You have a nightmare. It's been a recurring nightmare you've had for the last several months. And what you see is images repeating themselves over and over again of a winged creature, a burning village, death. Destruction, a woman's face, a winged creature, more burning, more destruction, a woman's face, a winged creature over and over the same seven or eight images repeating in a loop faster and faster as your heart rate increases and pounds and feels like it's about to explode out of your chest. Just that constant winged creature, fire, death, destruction. And then a swipe of the claws. And then you feel calm. And you see a rider on a horse approaching. And then you see images of your village burning as you escape down the river. And finally, your heart rate slows to a normal pace. And you wake in a cold sweat. I pop up 
heavy breathing, and I look around. Is anyone awake? Uh, Wilson is just at the end of his watch. All right. Do I see her? Uh, did you sit straight up? I did, yes. Then, yeah, you probably would have seen her sit up. Uh, I... I doggy crawl over there. <laughs> and I'm just, just like, hey, Stuart, are you okay? Kind of just nod. In a, in a, this type of manner. But I don't say anything. Uh, Wilson kind of uh, looks over to Rain and um, he says, you know, it's okay to be scared. I'm, I'm actually pretty scared too. But my sister over there, she's, she's really brave and she's a really good leader. And as long as she's around, I think we'll be okay. Yeah, I can tell that about your sister. Yeah. She is going to lead our people where we're from someday. Really? Where are you from? We are from... Where are we from again? <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> sure, sure, I don't remember. <laughs> look it up. Okay. <clears throat> okay, cool. I, 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 okay, good. You guys are from the village <laughs> of Emal in Hammerdon. That's right, Imal. We are from the village of Imal. Do I know of this village? Um, uh, you actually would be familiar with that village because you are also from Hammerdon. Okay. From from or from? Your village was in the outer territories of Hammerdon. Amal is on the coastal region of Hammerdon. No way! I'm from there. Oh, really? Where at, exactly? Um, Wherever Chris just said? <laughs> Wherever Chris just said. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, extremely interesting. Um, can we make ourselves a deal? Sure. If you look after my sister, if I'm ever not around, I'll look after you too. Deal. Deal. Uh, and then he goes and like doggy scoots back and then he goes and lays down on his pile of sheets. So you guys, you guys have a, a little heart to heart and go ahead. Yes, actually, I'm going to, once I see um, Wilson go uh, back to bed, I will pull out the diary. Okay. And just, and just look at it. Okay. You, yeah, you pull out the journal and uh, you slowly flip through the pages and you've been studying it for a couple of months now uh, since you left your most recent home. 
and you still can't quite discern what any of it is. Uh, you you have a familiarity to the markings that are in it um, mm-hmm. from your mother, but you aren't really sure what they are, what they're supposed to be, if they're just sketches, if they're some kind of a code. But every page, it's about 100 pages of every page filled top to bottom, left margin to right margin of these symbols. I'll spend like 10 minutes going with it and then I'll go back to it. Cool. Um, Would Wilson have wakened me up for my watch? Did Wilson? Oh, yeah, I thought. Yeah, I would have. I would have woke him up before I. Okay. Um, I would have asked Stiora, uh, "What are you reading?" Um, it's a it's a journal. Ask love. Oh, do you keep a journal too? I do. Yes. What's <laughs> What's in your journal? Oh. Anything that comes to mind, really. Um, I've been contemplating what field of magic that I want to focus my studies on. Uh, My parents uh, are teachers uh, at a well-known school over in the Sword Coast, and I really need to up my game if I'm going to live up to their standards. I'm sure you will. Yeah. Well, my journal, I can't read. Do you mind so if I take a look? Um. Okay. And I slowly hand it over. What do the symbols look like? <laughs> <laughs> Let me pull up your character sheet real quick. Yeah, I'm wondering if you have something as well. You are Kyle. Languages are. I didn't pick any juicy ones, but <laughs> where the fuck is it? It's under features and traits, right? Uh, um, yeah, should be racial features. There we go. Or it should be right on the first page. Oh, you can you can. It'll be on my page. Oh, there it is. Okay. Uh, no. So to you, it also it looks completely unfamiliar. Um, you feel like maybe you've seen markings similar to these, but it's not a language that you've ever seen or know of. So it looks more like sigils or. Not really like a actual language. Roll a history. Roll me a history check and an arcana check. Mm. History is going to be a nine. Uh, arcana is going to be a 13. Okay. Um, you can't recall. But you do recall that at some point in your studies you've seen something similar. You just, again, you can't 
find that memory and pull it back as to what exactly it is or what connection it would have to anything you've ever studied. Hmm. Um, I have something I can try. Um, I have comprehending languages that I can cast as a ritual. I don't know if that'll help any. Let me look at is it. Quick. In the description, it should say if it's written word or spoken word. For the duration, you understand the literal meaning of any spoken language that you hear. You also understand any written language that you see, but I have to touch the surface uh, where the words are written. And it takes a minute to read one page of text. Doesn't decode secret messages in a text no. or a glyph such as an arcane sigil. This isn't part of a written language. This is a gray area, so we'll we'll finesse this a little bit. Um, so you ritual cast comprehend language, uh, and flipping through it, you can now figure out that what you're looking at is Elder Futhark, um, like old runic. But it's not Elder Futhark. Um, but you can't make sense of it. Like you, you can understand which runes are supposed to be which letters or or phonetic sounds rather. But the order that they're in doesn't make any sense at all. I'll I'll relay this and just be like I. Th- kind of think I know what some of these things are, but the order doesn't make sense. It's an older runic type of writing. That's very interesting, and I've seen quite a few books. Maybe the school that, or wherever you're going, Will, can help. Possible. I have connections at the the best library in the Sword Coast as well. Amazing. Yeah, you're a good one to know. Eh, If you say so. Books come in handy sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I slowly take it. (laughs) Yes, I I hand it back. (laughs) Thank you. No, thank you for looking at it. All right. The rest I'll of you, go back to my and I'll go to bed. The rest of the night goes off without a hitch. Um, you guys all wake up in the morning to the sounds of animals in the jungle, more familiar sounds, uh, and you hear coughing and wheezing as you hear footsteps approaching the barracks, and. That's where we'll call it for tonight. Everyone, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, If you guys want to watch Rebellion and Riverforge live, you can catch us on Monday nights at 7 o'clock Central Time on our TikTok at RoleplayingDegenerates. Otherwise, please feel free to jump on our link tree, join our Discord, and have the chance to join in on one of our sessions. Thanks.